God, where the fuck is he? We're we're on next. Well, I'm I'm gonna you know, I'm I'm gonna give him a call here real quick and just see what he says. Okay, let's see. Lucas, Lucas, Lucas. Bling. Bling. Brandon, what the, where the hell are you? Where the hell are you? We're next on stage. This is Eurovision. I'm on stage right now. I'm at Eurovision. I've I've got the Suzuki. They're they're yelling at me what to get you, off my phone. Brandon, where are you? What do you, you? mean Austria is performing? Wait, Suzuki? That's a Greek thing. Brandon, I'm neck deep in my Suzuki. I've I've uh, putting on a five second penalty for me being on this phone call. Where are you? The Eurovision Song Contest. I'm Eurovision. At- oh, what? Eurovision. You know, the world-renowned song contest? Where are you? You said you're here. I'm in Crete. We're at the, I'm at the Eurovision Euro contest. You mean like the food? I mean like the food. I'm in the finals. Are you using a recipe? You're in the final? Oh, what the fuck? I'm in the finals, but now I've got like a, a seven-minute-long penalty deducted against me, which I don't know why they're using minutes to deduct <laughs> against me. Wait, where'd you say you're at? Crete. Oh shit! This isn't Crete too. Oh, you're just on that stage. Well, I'll come and visit. What up? We'll we'll do that because this is just a qualifier round. Oh, we'll that's do... right. It's it's Euro Eurovision. It's the Euro it's Eurovision. A, it's the double Eurovision. Hopeful. I've got I've got the onions. I got the feta. We'll we'll do your thing first. That's that's more important. Why don't you just bring the microphone over and sing while we cook? I'm sure that'll add to Kay. some of the theatricality. You, you dish it up. I'll I'll sing. We do this. We have to represent East Germany as best we can. Can you blow my whistle, baby? Whistle, baby. Here we Pass go. Pass the Euro. You can't handle the truth. Get Man, you gotta shave that shit. The tzatziki. You gotta shave tzatziki sauce off. That is a good point. I why, do... why were they deducting minutes for you? It's like yeah, a, a cook. You like you have a, a, an amount you of time. You have to finish it. You have to finish it. Yeah, <laughs> I do love a good euro. One of my f- all-time favorite foods, I would say. The winner of our our <laughs> lunch bracket that one. <laughs> throwback to a day well, first year when we knew each other when we were both set to move into our new apartment together we weren't living That's together right. beforehand and we're like god we've been moving all day we're hungry what should we eat so instead of just you know picking up fast food we created a four-hour thing to create a bracket of food that's right and then narrow it down and that's what we as have we as do. our winner probably i just shows our our long-standing love of brackets not just for selecting <laughs> yeah. Two winners of best pictures on our award shows. Or, we also use it to pick lunches or lists. Remember when we made a list of the best camp or buildings on the University of Montana campus to poop in? For yeah, especially poop for in. pooping. Um, God, why when we did that bracket? I know that we needed like sixteen seats, but why was Ludvisk even an option for our lunch? That day? We did. We did the last three or four. We were throwing darts. <laughs> it was we like we're never going to eat. It was like one seat pizza. 
16 seed Ludvisk. <laughs> Over pizza, yeah. <laughs> one seed. Didn't make it. <laughs> one seed Tacos. 16 seed Corned Beef and Cabbage. Where Heroes are we going to find four that? seed. It was a four. If I remember right. It beat pizza in the finals. Maybe maybe Iceland in the film will experience a similar, similar Ice- upset. Iceland is a four seed. That's right. Iceland is the Ludvisk of the bracket. Kind of. Kind of. No, that's it's better. It. It's better than that. Oh, Iceland's got to be like like an eight. Iceland's probably like a, as far as countries go, like a eight or nine seed. It's beautiful. It's small. It's easy. What's like an eight or nine seed food? For lunch, probably like spaghetti and meatballs. And that's, not, that's not bad. I was going to say like barbecue brisket or something. Yeah, similar. Yeah, burnt ends. Mmm. You love a good mm. burnt end. I also love a good this is movie. A movie. We love movies. We, this is a good movie on the podcast. And speaking of, I got some questions for you. Oh yeah. And like a like a okay, I'm ready. I'll answer them. <laughs> like a what? <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, you're just you're ready. Okay. Yeah. Um first question, do you like Adam McKay? I do. <clears throat> I know a lot of people think he's derisive or makes bad movies. I never saw The Joker. That wasn't him. That was Todd Phillips. Um, <laughs> they're kind of the same guy. I like Adam McKay. I think it's a he's a, he's an interesting case of evolved from pure comedies to pretty high level Hollywood studio dramas with his comedic edge. Still, I think I like Adam McKay. Yeah, because Todd, liked. Todd Phillips went hangover to like Joker, but Adam McKay was like stepbrothers to the big short. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he? Oh, no, that's Alexander Payne. I was going to say, didn't he do downsizing? Yeah, and he's he's much more of a true artist, pure artist at heart. The Holdovers. Haven't seen it. I think Haven't. I would love it. I love Alexander Payne. I heard it's I a Christmas election. film. I love Nebraska. It's a Christmassy movie, yeah. Nebraska filmed in Billings. Sure was. In Billings takes place in. Um, next question for you after our little diversion there. Uh, do you like... Well, you asked a question. I did. Don't you remember what it was? Yeah, well, it's not like a diversion. Oh, I know. We just kind of... It, it wasn't flowing one question to the next. We were just talking. We're just bros. What's the next question? Maybe we can. Maybe I'll find a way to flow it a little easier. Uh, next question: Do you like the the international song competition Eurovision? Okay. Yeah, I can't. I can't flow that. Um, <laughs> I I I was not really super aware of it until this year. I know that's where ABBA got a lot of their as 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 portrayed in this film. Yep. Got a lot of their their early uh, their early shine, if you will. Um, it seems like a cool idea. It seems like we stole American Idols kind of from it. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yeah, cool. But like a, in a like an Olympic sort of format, I like it. Yeah, I think I learned about them in 2020 from like a clip on TikTok or something by a group. Well, that's when called... the, the film came out too. Yeah, by a group called Dow Freyer singing a song. Uh think about things and i was like this is weird but i love it so wasn't the I'm pretty fresh to it 2021 maybe what what does a fox say guy was he a i don't any, know any european act you can assume came <laughs> probably from 
came from this this competition. Um, and my last question. This one might seem a little off topic, but I promise you, it's on topic. Uh, do you like serving cunt? I love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, if especially if in that sort of mood. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm just like out of my way. Flamethrowers out. I'm serving cunt. <laughs> well, if you and oh, and do you like euros? Fourth question. Love euros. Yeah. Best meal to this day I've ever had was was a euro in Los Angeles. I was haven't you eaten at like some like Michelin starred restaurants, or is that just your mom? I think that might be just my mom. There, yeah, I don't think I've ever eaten at a Michelin starred restaurant. I've eaten at some some fancy pants restaurants, but this euro was in like a bad part of Los Angeles. Not, a, I mean, they're not. There are no real amazing parts. Um, besides some areas, I guess those areas are amazing, but it was just so good. Yeah. It was in the Riverside district. It was great. Was it like a little food, cart, food truck thing? No, or was it was, an actual restaurant? It was, it was built in an old firehouse. So there was like a fucking pole in there. And that's where and they shaved like girls meat. dancing on it. And oh like, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, the, the girls shave the meat with their bodies as they go up and down the pole. It was crazy. <laughs> it's an experience. They were the kebabs. Oh, well, if you answered yes to liking Adam McKay, the international song competition Eurovision, serving cunt, or Euros, you've come to the right place. <clears throat> this is the good, the bad, and the movies. The films. Oh, movies. The pictures. The the the, the moving pictures. The the cinematic moving motion pictures. <laughs> Rolls the, right the off arch. the tongue. Um I'm Brandon. Sitting across the screen from me. Hey, what up, Brandon? It's me. It's Lucas. Um, you know me. It's me. Sometimes I go with I'm Mongo the movie cat, as I know him sometimes <laughs> online. I forgot about Mongo the movie cat. Yeah, sometimes I'm known as Mongo the movie cat. Is one of my online personas. I got a lot of online personas. Gobnard. Um Gobnard, the reason. Um but mostly in real life, I've got one persona, and that's and that's that's the movie guy. That's Lucas. That's me, the movie guy. I've got. Well, I mean, I got. I, I've got some toes in other pools of interest, but ten toes to be exact. Ten toes in ten different pools, but I have my movie hat on. Lucky for you, Brandon. Which toe is that? And lucky for our audience. Um, that's that's the big left toe. Wow, it's a yeah. big one then. It sits in the director's chair. <laughs> I've got some news for you all. An update on Seth. He is saying that he's going to basically be in a Devin role now, where he will only occasionally be on as a guest. So, Well, that's okay. He was, he's, got, he's got a life that has absences in it that this podcast wasn't filling, I, I guess. It's weird, the last episode that he was on of Jack Frost, after we were done, because you had to leave early, we finished, and he goes, God, I fucking love doing this podcast every week, and <laughs> he never came back. Got, yeah. It was, a, it, was a, that, it was a shadow of a for, farewell to us. Um, well, we, will, we wish him luck on his, his mental and his romantic and his... Music. His, uh, his musical, his creative... 
his financial, all of his journeys. Um, we wish him well. And yeah. I mean, he'll be back and he's still in the group chat. And I, I would hope that he's on more often than Devin, yeah. even in this capacity. I told him that guy. I told him there are a couple that he needs to be on. And that was the Tempest because you guys made the deal with Space yeah. Jam Two and the Tempest, uh, Dollman versus Demonic Toys as a sequel, and he has to be on Dougal. Like we can't do Dougal without yeah. him. So, yeah, I, it, yeah, I think maybe we can work those around some available dates he's best at, so he doesn't dip out early. Yeah, or dip out announce with one but... of his ten toes. But maybe this also opens the door for Robert, who never responded to your message, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, again. So, um, again, he's a guy who has to be challenged. um, So that was our update. And let's get into this. What else with our housekeeping we got going on here? I think that was about it. What's the status of our of our advent calendar? For Christmas season coming up that we were going to sell. Yeah, Uh, it's going good. the timeline's looking good. I have ten more months to get it done, and I'm okay. r- right on track. We've and decided he- the rule for January that we needed to do was decide that we are doing an advent calendar. So we're there. We're good. All right. Next month, we just have to meet at some point virtually. Yeah. Okay, and then we'll discuss further. Okay, perfect. Next month, um, you'll hear an update on the any, advent calendar. Any ideas on how any like. Our, on our subscription model, if we talked about that, like users can can buy into different tiers of subscription and earn base different access points to our show Patreons and our and lives. Whatnot. Yeah, now that now that Devin and Seth aren't gone, let's monetize on this so we get the biggest dividends. That's right. Um, I think tier one, you get like a high five. <laughs> tier two, you can get like a webcam with twenty four seven. 20 20 20 27 20-7 access yeah to our lives like a little parrot on our shoulder um we admit four hours for we get to do whatever we want in those four hours that's probably when i'll be urinating taking my (laughs) break during that (laughs) we we give you access 12 7 those 12 hours are from uh 9 p.m to 9 a.m most of it will be sleeping but yeah, That's a lot okay. of I, I wake up quite a bit though, so you're getting an action pack twelve. Yeah, you woke up last night. You had an idea while pooping. I did golf based uh, film. I mean, I have to again. I we say this on a weekly basis, but I might have to get the the writer's block podcast cranking again to work through some of these ideas because I had a golf action movie, the first yeah. of its kind. That's good. And I think that's the rest of our updates. So. Advent calendar, subscription services, Seth gone. Let's get into a movie. I'm in. Uh, this week we watched, from 2020, a COVID film, Eurovision well, Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. And before we get into it, I'm not drinking a beer. I got a Coke from Mooya Burgers and Fries. Gesundheit. Um, I didn't, I didn't sneeze. Oh, Muyab, Muyab, Muya, like Moo, like a cow, and then Ya, Muya. Is this a chain? Yes, it's very similar to a Five Guys model. Oh, interesting. I would, I would check that out. 
I got nothing. I've eaten a lot. We went on a Costco run yesterday. Um, so we've been, I've been stuffing myself like, did a, you get a chicken like bake? A pig? No, ah. Alex Vito, the, I, the half, the half, the joy of the Costco run is, is going with that little treat in the, the food court afterwards. And she said, no, we, it's wow. too cold. We got to go. Wow. Well, I'm sorry. Just a peek into my domestic life <laughs> domestic life well uh we with drinks done we did eurovision is it a covid movie when did it, it is, come out what day it's a covid movie uh, i believe I, you but confirm the day it was I'm, released i'm gonna confirm the day here um you ramble about covid um a lot of people think it wasn't real covid um myself among them just joking. I I had COVID. I think twice at this point, maybe a third time. Um, COVID was real. Almost killed my uncle. He didn't have a vaccine during the original original round. Um, but thank goodness, Uncle Kurt's still with us. Are you ready for COVID. a release date? Please, June twenty sixth, twenty twenty. So have square in the COVID. This is. Two, three months after Rudy Gobert touched those microphones. Correct. Um, and this movie came on a recommendation from my mom. Shout out to my oh, mom. She's unemployed. Karen. Oh. <laughs> to my unemployed mother. Actually, she told me today she just today signed an offer letter for a new job. So, but she's been she's been jobless for over a month. Wow. Um Fight the good fight, Karen. Yeah. How's she, she? Her recommendations can be dicey. I will say that. Because what have stuff we done to this point? Drop dead Fred. Bad. <laughs> Drop dead Fred was was was. Well, I was that was what I was going to lead good. up to, but a bad point. Also, as as a lot of her family, her sisters and them are to know, and they're a fan of Bon Jovi. Yes. Which is which I think is bad. Um. I think it's bad music um, <laughs> at this point. He's yeah. not a cowboy, so. Obviously, which offends me as a as a cowboy adjacent fellow. Yeah. So, recommendation on my mom. Let's get into it. Our director, it? David Dobkin. I saw that. And when I when looked. When the movie, when the credits roll, I saw that he was the director. When I looked through things, he's done things like Clay Pigeons, Shanghai Nights, Wedding Crashers. Like that. Uh, Fred Claus. No, don't like that. You don't like, you like that? No. No. The Change Up. Jason Bateman. And Ryan like Reynolds, yeah. Pee Man. in a Fountain and Switch Lives. He did The Judge. The Robert Downey Jr., Robert Duvall one. There were Duvall got nominated for an Oscar. And then, aside from that, just a shit ton of music videos. And two people, or a band and a person, way above the rest of them for the number of times he worked with them. Tupac and Maroon 5. He's he's Tupac and Maroon 5. He's a fan of the numbers. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Um, Interesting. I love Tupac. I hate Maroon 5. The songs about James are like, a good album. We, we've we've long dis- disagreed on this as well. I think 
I think any and all, they have one good song, and and everything after "Harder to Breathe" has been bad. I was wondering what you were gonna say was the good song. "Harder to Breathe" rocks. Yeah, and that's because it's a it's a band playing a rock song. Everything else is is not. They uh, they have yeah, they've yet to release a, another good song since the f- the f- the opening song on their opening album. Is the only I like good it. One. They had me for a second for for three and a half. So uh, on two hundred and ten seconds, they had you and then gone. And then for the next twenty five years, yeah. <laughs> um, writer is Will Ferrell. It's a nobody. <laughs> Everybody uh, knows him as an actor. Yeah, what has he written? Um, he has written a lot. He's a he's a comedian, a sketch comedian by training. What has he written, Brandon? Everything that he's written, he's also acted in. So like A Night at the Roxbury, uh, Anchorman, Legend of Ron Burgundy, one and two. Okay, probably could write uh, on that. Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. It's I I would guess a lot of those he was the co-writer on though. Yeah, probably. Is it, and he's uh, a sole writer on this. No, he's a co-writer. Oh, never mind. Uh, Step Brothers. He did that. I think he probably would have to be credited as a writer for how much improv he does, I would guess. Sure. He also is the writer of that, like, <laughs> it's it's a short, but I've mostly seen on YouTube called The Landlord, where, like, the baby's like, give me my fucking money! And he's, like, standing at the door. Do you know that? Don't know that one. You don't know that? Don't know that one. <laughs> um, and then he's also the writer of the video Pimps Don't Cry, a spinoff from uh, the other guys. Okay. I know he's Pimps also don't cry. a pretty, pretty big producer, Will yes, Ferrell. He sure is. I think he's, he's even has produced a lot of interesting, serious work as of late, too. Yeah, he has. I think he was like a producer on fucking... Women talking or some shit like that. He was, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Go Will Ferrell. Um, the other writers, Harper Steele, uh, written eleven episodes of Welcome Freshman, two episodes of the Nickelodeon animated show Doug. Um, she wrote The Ladies Man. She wrote six episodes of The Spoils of Babylon, and has been a credited writer on two hundred and forty nine episodes of Saturday Night Live. Oh, an SNL. Lackey. Why'd you say Adam McKay? Is he a producer on this as well? He was one of the executive producers. Okay, so this probably marks one of the last times Will Ferrell and Adam McKay worked together. Mm-hmm. Because they had a big giant fallout pretty soon after this where they oh, didn't, I didn't know speak that. to each other anymore. Yeah, they're they don't they don't get along anymore. I think it was over uh the winning time show. The HBO. I think there was a big to do about that. What show? The Lakers uh, Showtime oh, show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think they had a big hmm. giant fight about that. And I also think there was something like they got in a big fight about the producers because Will Ferrell's assistant was like, you don't produce any like female lead female anything. Yeah. And then he's like, you're right. I should do that. And Adam McKay was kind of like gross. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Will Ferrell, big basketball fan from your guy, yeah. Um, yeah. And then yeah. a cast, yeah. Um, you got Will Ferrell, a nobody. Remember when he introduced the was it the Chicago Bulls that one time? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Um, a woman in this, Rachel McAdams. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Who has worked with Will Ferrell before, I think, maybe. I don't know if that's true. I said maybe. <laughs> um, you've also got Dan Stevens, uh, Michael yeah. Persbrandt, uh, yeah. Pierce Brosnan. A former James Bond actor, Brandon. Correct. I knew that. I'm just, sometimes the, the viewers don't. They always remember Roger Moore, but oftentimes Pierce Brosnan <laughs> goes unchecked. Yeah, Roger Moore is is the big is the big name. Timothy He's Dalton. a blonde one, right? Yeah. One if, of them was blonde. If people remember him most, it's Roger Moore first, then Timothy Dalton too. Sean Connery, way at the bottom. Pierce Brosnan, Daniel way at Craig, the bottom. Yeah. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. You've also got Olafur Dari Olafsson. There's a stupid name. That's a Iceland name, Olafson. yeah. Uh, Melissanthi Mahout, Joy Johansson, and a uh, small role in there for Demi Lovato. No, I'm not a fan of, personally. She's a good singer, though. They're, they're a good singer. That's right. Do they My subscribe to the, to the Patreon? The they're not on our Patreon, no. Demi Lovato is not no, so that's why we're not a fan. Hell of a hell of a couple years they had there. Lovato did mm-hmm. with the heroin, yeah, with the heroin and the gender and the the almost dying and mm-hmm. yeah, big big work. But that's a cast. Sonny has a chance, yeah, and a, a plot. Wait, 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 give me a plot. That's yeah. When aspiring musicians Lars and Sigrid are given the opportunity to represent their country at the world's biggest Iceland. song competition, Iceland, they finally have a chance to prove that any dream worth having is a dream worth fighting for. Wow. Very inspirational there at the end of the, the plot. Yeah. Well, that's it's an inspirational Euro. movie. That's Iceland for you. Yeah. I think a lot of Ferellian comedies can be classified as inspirational at the end of it all. Is that really? Is that his worldview? Probably is that not. Will Ferrell's Anchorman, worldview. But... What happens at the end of Anchorman? Oh no, you're right because he overcomes being kicked out of the newscast and then makes his way all the way back and wins the girl again. That's what I'm saying. I think Will Ferrell, as a filmmaker, even if he's not the lead creative voice, is a fundamentally optimistic man. He wins. Doesn't he win the race at the end of Talladega of Ricky yes, Bobby? He does, and then he shares the kiss with. With the uh, Frenchman, yeah, with, with the Frenchman, Cohen. and then is accepting of that he didn't actually win because he got out of the car, and Johnson I mean, Riley gets to win. Step, Step Brothers, the big song at the end. They have a ultimate dual reunion slash creative masterpiece. I think Redemption that yeah. often gets lost with Farrell's worldview is that he's a fundamentally optimistic, inspirational figure. Damn, he's not just a funny guy. No, that's his 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 modus of giving you that inspiration. Dang. Well, good word there too. Um, yeah. So there's our plot. Inspiration. And I've got a shit ton of history for you. Oh, you got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> the shit is coming. The shit is coming. <laughs> no, there's poop like a facts. <laughs> poop ball. Is it? You've got you've got so much poop on you right now. I watched that clip from movie forty three today again. That's great. 
I suck uh, dicks. I suck dicks. What's uh, what's uh, is the history all related to the actual competition? First half actual competition. Second half film. So give me, give me, give me it. Give me that right. first half first. How about? Wow, switching it up. First half first, we're going to go the Eurovision Song Contest, often simply known as Eurovision or by its initialism ESC, is an international song competition organized annually by the European Broadcasting Union. Each participating country submits an original song to be performed live and transmitted to national broadcasters via the Eurovision and Euroradio networks, with competing countries then casting votes for other countries' songs to determine a winner. Based on the San Remo Music Festival held in Italy since 1951, Eurovision has been held annually since 1956, making it the longest-running annual international televised music competition and one of the world's longest-running television programs. As of 2023, 52 countries have participated at least once. Each participating broadcaster sends one original song of three minutes or less um, to be performed live by a singer or group of up to six people no uh, younger than 16 years. Um, each country so that's awards... the Michael Jackson rule. <laughs> that's the clause, yeah. Each country awards one through eight, ten, and twelve points to their ten favorite songs, with the song receiving the most points declared the winner. Originally consisting of a single evening event, the contest has now expanded as new countries have joined, including countries outside of Europe such as Israel and Australia, leading to the introduction of relegation procedures in the 90s before the creation of the semifinals in the 2000s. As of 2023, Germany has competed more times than any other country, having participated in all but one edition— while Ireland and Sweden both hold the record for the most victories with seven wins each in total. Traditionally held in Abba, the country... Swedish, right? Correct. Uh, traditionally held in the country which won the preceding year's event, the contest provides an opportunity to promote the host country and city as a tourist destination. Thousands of spectators attend each year, along with journalists who cover all the aspects of the contest, including rehearsals and venue, press conferences with the competing acts, in addition to other related events and performances within the host city. Seems like like an F1 for singing type deal almost seems world, like you would world love Cup. this like a, the real deal yeah oh my god i would so love this that would be so cool to go it's to too too early to get up and watch for us oftentimes yeah i would have to be there <laughs> um do you want to hear some history stuff. about the film hit me i wanted to throw that first Daddy. bit in there because <laughs> yeah. oh I'll, I'll give it to you no no son. it's interesting it's interesting stuff father yeah um eurovision song contest the story of fire saga is a 2020 american musical romantic comedy film originally intended to have a may 2020 release to coincide with the 65th edition of the eurovision song contest in rotterdam netherlands the event was canceled for the first time in its history due to the covid19 pandemic and the film's release was pushed back to late june of 2020 Will Ferrell's interest in the Eurovision Song Contest began when his Swedish wife, Viveka Paulin, took him to her cousin's house in May of 1999, and the family turned the competition on. Since then, he's kept following it. In 2014, he traveled to Copenhagen, Denmark, to watch the finale of the Eurovision Song Contest 2014, in which Conchita Verst was crowned the winner. It uh, The movie itself has received mixed reviews from critics, who praised the original music, 
but criticized the screenplay and runtime, but was favorably received by many Eurovision fans. Yeah, two hours and three minutes for a Will Ferrell comedy? For a Will Ferrell comedy. I mean, he stretches them. A little bit, but he's over, not, he's over not two like hours is Golden nuts. Age Sandler. He usually goes around there, though. I think he's like a 145. Sandler's What's like no brothers? more than 135. Sandler's in and out. Yeah. What's uh, Step Brothers? Let's check Step Brothers. The sort of all-time Daddy. feral comedy. All-time feral comedy Step Brothers, an hour 38. Wow. Okay. So. Color me corrected. Oh, I got outside of the lines coloring you corrected. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that is our history. Now, this is a Netflix original film, so I do not have box office data for you. However, it was COVID anyways, but yeah. I, oh, that's true as well. I was able to find a budget for you, so... I bet, I bet, I bet. Can you guess? The dime? The time signature... Four four, no. Usually four four. What's the what's the time signature? Seven eight. One two one goofy. two one two three one two one two one two three. You were a drummer. Goofy, you know seven eight. I hated it. I hated anything that wasn't four four. <laughs> it. Uh, you're gonna have to read this piece of sheet music. It's in sixteen seven time signature. Hated that shit. All I know is four four. That's what ticks inside me innately. You know, I mean, that. I guess that is true, but you know 3-4. You can do 3-4. A little waltz? Yeah. I could waltz it out. But I'm such a good dancer and lover. <laughs> you make love in 3-4 time? <laughs> yeah, 1-2. One, 1-2. One, 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 <laughs> yeah. All the other dancers on the floor are like, what the fuck? <laughs> As I'm, yeah. What's the okay? <laughs> so a budget, cunt. yeah. As I'm serving cunt, serving the cunt. Um, this looked like it was money, and then there was songs that you said were original. So I'll say, people said the twenty-five million dollar comedy was dead. So I think this cost thirty million dollars. Not a bad guess. Thirty-five million. Okay, I was pretty close, Brandon. The, I think the 35 is kind of the new norm that I'm seeing a lot, especially for on comedies. here. For like, just like a standard, yeah, rom-com or something like that. But, and I was, when I read it, I was like, that makes complete sense. But watching the film, I was like, wow, some of these locations are great. Some of the, like the camera yes. work and some of the things were of like money. real good. Yeah, costumes, sets, so. But Sometimes we forget. Mil- if I got paid $35 million, I would try... Like, really hard to do a good job. Yeah. Like you said, if what would you rather have, a $50,000 car or to make a movie with $50,000 with your buds? The latter, every time, exactly. Give that, give that shot of creative energy. What about, okay, here, here. What about a $1 trillion car? Or you get $1 trillion, $1 trillion to, make a mil- to make a movie car? with your friends? Right, I I picked the movie, Brandon. Oh, okay, with wow. a trillion dollar car. <laughs> I don't know. What does that do? <laughs> it cures the world hunger. I don't know. Better. My movie, I'd probably probably have to do some Hollywood accounting, make like I a little <laughs> little low budget rom com, and 
This cost one trillion dollars. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I don't know how happy people would be if they found out you made a movie with a trillion dollars. You'd have to yeah, give some of that out. Shailene Woodley and <laughs> and like Olivia Munn, all of yeah. Aaron Rodgers' exes. It's completely set in a, a cul-de-sac. That's it. Yeah, there's no set, no set pieces at all. Just only Olivia Munn and Shailene Woodley, two actresses. No extras. Talking about menopause. That's my movie. That's good. And then, and then a zombie attack, and they must, they must use their golf skills. I'm in. I can write this. Um. So thirty-five million. Unfortunately, I don't have the data. It was COVID year, so everybody was just at home streaming. This had to have Netflix. 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 I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You talk. I'm gonna get my sip of a diet Dr Pepper in my body. In his body, it's gonna go right up inside him. I was gonna do taglines, but now we have to wait because he's gone, and there's only one. So, um, instead, we are going to talk about nothing. Nothing at all. No, we should talk about menopause. Shailene Woodley, Olivia Munn, they're probably quite a ways, especially Shailene. I don't know Olivia Munn's age. But menopause is a real problem. And you need to be careful because everybody's like, oh, you just do the hormone replacement, like the estrogen stuff. Not everybody can do that. If you got histories of like breast cancer, no, you're, wrong. you're screwed. You just got to eat some clay to build that immunity in your receptors so it, the clay on. calms you down because it turns you into clay aiken and then you're a homosexual man clayken 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 Brandon. uh taglines only one for eurovision okay let me guess it this is harder than i thought can you um, guess the line is the is the tagline singing into your heart no it's not what is it Nobody wins solo. Okay. Double entendre. Oh, yeah. Like you sing and then you you solo. Yeah. Means nobody else. Yes. Every singer's dream. That's good. It's, it's That's what a solo is. And the tagline for this movie. Good job, Lucas. This could be a... This, this maybe not a tagline, but maybe like um like a critic review or something and it would be like people are singing its praises or you'll be singing its praises that's a tagline you can yeah. say that yeah good job pretty I'm serious sing. for the for the will ferrell one for us today i know right what's a stupid one we could say uh see decimal movie it's <laughs> more swedish than icelandic i was gonna be like incest maybe Probably. Probably. They they do have an app in Iceland. It's their most famous fact that for dating, they have to sign into this app that checks their genealogy because half the island's related to each other. Is that actually true? I didn't know that. Yeah, like 49% of the island is related <laughs> or something. That's nuts. Because there there's less than 200,000 people there. I know, like that, I know, like, they have this volcano that's been erupting for, like, decades and That's also their Bjork language is the hardest crazy. That and Welsh. I think Welsh is pretty crazy too. Like even the, the South African click language is easier than some of these, which is stupid to think about because you're like like when we saw Nixau. Yeah. Oh Nixau's cool. I no, you gotta say it correct. Nixau. Nixau. With the exclamation point, I saw that and it was like 
What? What? How? How do I say this? What do I do? The kids. I've been showing him more and more. The kids. Yeah. Um. So those are some good taglines. Fire, fi- fire in Iceland. Fact saga. Oh shit! Yeah, it's fact time. Fact saga. Saga saga. I think I change the pronunciation every time. What about um, data or data? Facta. No, no. How do you say data oh, I say or data? data? What about I say data? Pecan. Pecan. You say, you say pecan, not pecan or pecan or pecan. Pecan. Okay, what about pecans? Yeah. What about caramel or caramel? Caramel. Mm, see, I'm a caramel guy. Do you say? Although I say salted caramel. Fact or fucked? <laughs> fact or fucked? That's pretty yeah. good. Uh, Eurovision uh, Song of Fire and Facts. What's the name of this movie? Euro uh, Eurovision Song Contest: The Story of Fire Saga, The Story of Fact Saga. It's a dumb name. It's Eurovision Song Contest: The Story of Fact Saga. I don't know. I like fact or fucked. <laughs> fact or fucked. Fact or fucked. Well, it's sounding kind of Scottish. Fact or fucked. <laughs> Rachel McFactums. Will Factal. No, I like Factor Fucked. Factor Fucked. Factor Fucked. Lars. Yeah. This is too much. This is nothing. Eurovision is the big time. This is crap compared to Euro. Wow. Read that. What is it? It's an invite to a party tonight on a boat for all the contestants. A boat party? Hmm. Yes, a boat party. But not everyone will be in a good mood tonight at the party. Surely we will when we win. Yeah. Remind me, Lars, when do we go on? Right after Katiana. Oh, my God. I wish I could sing in Icelandic. I know it would calm me. Secrets. You know that a song in Icelandic would never win the Eurovision Song Contest. Yes, I know, I know. I'm being silly, but I'm just, I'm just anxious. Oh. What are you doing? Uh, I just want my ding-dong to look bigger than what is really there. Mm. Should I draw attention to my groin area as well? Now you get it, yeah. I could do a camel. Do a classic camel. Okay. It's never ever style. Yeah. That looks good. Pretty good, huh? I wouldn't do you like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm so proud that you didn't flip me off again. I've turned a new leaf. I've uh, accepted Buddha into my life again. For the eighth or ninth time. <laughs> you've, you've turned a new leaf, Erickson. Whenever... Ooh, very, very good. Whenever I <laughs> uh, get caught committing something heinous um, or downright evil, then Buddha, I can let Buddha back into my life and my problems are solved. Okay. He doesn't always live with you. Just when you admit to something evil. Or heinous. Or heinous. Or anus. <laughs> or anus. All right, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven facts for you. That's that's good. That's uh, I mean that's that's seven new bits of knowledge I may not have known. So, Brandon, thank you for your gift of knowledge. <laughs> oh, Buddha's coming out right now, huh? Yes, yes. And I'm gonna let you pick one through six. Which one do you want to hear first? Oh, what a what a fun, what a funity! I'll go with. Number four, please. 
Number four, director David Dobkin was so impressed by the self-tape of Milan von Wielden, he was immediately cast as the 21st century Viking without further auditions. He claimed it was the <laughs> fastest casting of the whole project. He had, he had a little bit of an X factor, to an it factor to him. Yeah, when he started singing, I was like, this guy rocks. I'm, I'm digging 21st century Viking. That's, that is the thing that this movie can always lean on is, is is sometimes awesome music can pervade bad filmmaking which this or, guy's not necessarily a bad filmmaker but yeah or bad writing maybe but yeah so i i liked that he i thought he was awesome next one two three five or six my good sir Ooh, again with the nicety although i'll go backwards let's go number six number six the popular song in the film, Jia Jia Ding Dong, is likely yeah, yeah. an homage to successful Eurovision songs that use simple, nonsense, and onomatopoeic lyrics, most likely because it's easier for people all across Europe to sing along, no matter what the language. Previous examples include Ding a Dong from Netherlands, that won in 1975. I mean, that sounds like a direct correlation yeah <laughs> yeah boom bang a bang from the united kingdom by lulu that joint one in 1969 and la 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 in spain so there have been plenty of them that just i mean yeah, I've heard, there's this uh italian guy i've heard too who wrote this song in the 70s he's like it's just gonna sound like a american pop song and it's gonna be gibberish but then it became a number one hit and his name is Mario. His name is Mario. Mario Luigi. His name is Mario Luigi, and that song was Sweet Child of Mine. Gibberish. Sweet Child of Mine is not gibberish. It takes a map to understand that song. Axl Rose. Fun fact, highest, largest range of any vocal performer. But not highest note hit. Correct. Just the largest range. Remember Top when you were Mariah Carey? Remember when you were Snapchat me trivia all the time like that? Oh, I should go back to that. That was fun. What was one that you? Oh, two. What? What is a uh, two adjacent cut states that have the furthest distance between state capitals? That was a oh, good one. I remember that one. Yeah, I think it was Texas and New Mexico. Because I is pretty big. I think I said Montana, North Dakota, because Bismarck to Helen is a long fucking way. That is a long ways. So that's a good one. All right, you've taken out four and six. You got one, two, three, five. Um, I'll go backwards again. Let's go number one. Number one to prep for the film. Will Ferrell attended the 2018 Eurovision Song Contest in Lisbon, Portugal, as part of the Swedish delegation and was given access to follow the show from start to finish, including all of the rehearsals. As an admitted fan, he probably enjoyed the process. Also, Will Ferrell likes to sing in his movies a lot. Like this, he sings yeah. at the end of Step Brothers, he sings in He's the, a musical all the guy. Anchormans. Yeah. That, I think that may be too born out of his like stage theater sure sketch comedy tradition that's the right spot for it as yeah. well so it all builds yeah uh two three or five i'll keep going backwards i'll do number three number three you keep saying going backwards and then you go forward or backward I have no well, clue. from the previous iteration of oh the, of okay the, i see what you're yeah, saying the previous yeah uh despite playing a singer rachel mcadams does not perform her character singing 
Her character's vocals are actually performed by Swedish singer Molly Sanden, who was part of the Junior Eurovision Song Contest from 2006, the Melada Festival in, from 2009, and Melada Festival in 2016. Now, she did do uh, this, a, a lot of her singing, but they were then dubs. re-recorded with or mixed with was, her stuff. She was bad at singing, yeah. I don't think she's probably bad, but she wasn't absolutely she wasn't slaying good. that final song. Oh, my God. Yeah, she is not a good singer by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination. And your last pick, two or five? I'll keep going backwards. Let's go five. Number five, Lars running in a hamster wheel during the act in the semifinal is an homage to the Ukrainian entry in 2014, a song called TikTok, sung by Maria Yaremchuk, which came fifth. Kesha. Props, staging, costumes, and dancing are as big of a part of Eurovision entries as the songs themselves, so they, she did this hamster wheel shit that was seen in the yeah. film. She did. That makes sense. It seems like a lot of the jokes are... Little inside jokes for Eurovision fans. Sure. And that's why maybe critics panned it a lot, or like some people didn't like it, but yeah. Eurovision fans loved it. Yeah. And now let's go, let's finish it backwards. Let's go number two. Number two. The film features 13 appearances from past Eurovision contestants. Let's, you, uh, let's hear some of them John Lundvik from Sweden 2019, Anna Odobescu from Moldova 2019. Bilal Hassani, France, 2019. Lorene, the winner for Sweden in 2012. Jesse Matador, France, 2010. Alexander Ryback, winner for Norway in 2009. Uh, and a, again, representative in 2018. Jamala, the winner for Ukraine in 2016. Alina Nechevieva from Estonia, 2018. Conchita Verst, winner for Austria in 2014. Netta Barzalei, winner for Israel in 2018, and Salvador Sobral, winner for Portugal in 2017. So a lot of winners. A lot of winners called back. Probably, yeah, the biggest production this company put on outside of the contest. Good to have a little Hall of Fame as some of your heroes. Yep. And then my last fact is let's, nominations. Let's finish it. Let's keep going backwards. Let's finish it number seven. Okay. I'm going to look for non-specific, like, this one says it was Bruin a, Film Set Festival. I know it was a big one. Are you saving that for last? The big one I'm saving for last. Critics' Choice Awards. Best Song. Husevik, My Hometown. Um, it was just a nominee. Uh, the Gold Derby Awards. Original Song nominee, again for Husevik. Uh, Guild of Music Supervisor Awards. Best Music Supervision for a film budgeted over $25 million. The most lauded of all the songs? Probably, yeah. Because um, sometimes the, they have to like pick one. Correct. Although, like, 1994, Lion King had three noms in there: Circle of Life, Can You they Feel the Love Tonight, and Hakuna Matata, which is. Oh. <laughs> you were like cranking your back. Oh, it's been sore all weekend. And did you just pop it? Uh, no. Oh. Injured it actually. Um. Which is crazy because it's bold to send three noms in because then it could split the votes, you know. But split your spine. Yeah. But Hakuna Matata still won at the Grammys. It was nominated for best compilation soundtrack for visual media. Uh, that's the big one, too, folks. That's not the big one. Hugo Awards. No, I'm good without that. 
I'm good without that. Kids' Choice Awards favorite movie actor Will Ferrell will always be there. Uh, haven't no no Golden Schmoes. Golden Motion trailers. Picture Sound Editors winner for sound editing in a feature musical. People's Choice Award favorite comedy movie star in Will Ferrell and favorite comedy movie. And the big one, an Oscar. An Oscar. An Oscar. It was nominated for best. Achievement this in music movie. written for motion pictures for the song Hushivik. That's the thing about the Oscars is is they can recognize bits of a movie, not sometimes all of the movie. And I'm going back because it was only nominated. I want to see what the winner for best song was. It was, and it was like demonstrably the worst Oscar year in the history of of the the award. Probably like the, the most, the least amount of films released, the least amount of good films released, the least competitive. The other nominees were uh, "Speak Now" from One Night in Miami by Leslie Odom Jr. and Sam Smith, uh, from "The Life Ahead," a song called "Low Psy by Diane Warren. Uh, this that. one, there was "Hear My Voice" from "The Trial of the Chicago Seven. By Daniel Pemberton, which I fucking loved, The Trial of Chicago Seven. I thought that film was I haven't seen it. Is amazing. that Sorky? That's Sorky. And what and is it our feels winner? Sorky. And the winner, "Fight for You" by her uh, from Judas and the Black Messiah. Bad, bad movie here. Do you remember that? And this is like this was like a Seth move that they pulled that year at the Oscars because. It was basically virtual. There were a couple people in the crowd and whatnot, but they did Best Picture second to last. I don't remember. Who did they do last? Like Best Director? So they did Best Actor because it was supposed to go to to Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and he because he died, and everybody's like, "Oh, Chadwick Boseman's going to win it." He he's one. Of, he's at least one of the front yeah. runners, and then honor him because he's dead. But then Sir Anthony Hopkins got it, and he's up there like on stage. It was supposed to be like this Jeez, grand send off, yeah. and Sir Anthony Hopkins got it instead. But yeah, Nomadland won that year. Um, bad. I mean, not, that's not a bad film. movie, but yeah, you know, yeah. So that is going to end it with our fact or fucked. And then, what should we have uh, Miss Kidman get up to this week? Oh, man. She is from Australia. (laughs) She's just playing chess? I think so. She's outside the stadium playing chess. I was going to put her in that hamster wheel and just make her run. She's in the hamster wheel, but... When it's not on she's stage as a show thing, before. she is she's powering the whole stadium for Eurovision. We've had her do this before, not for we Eurovision. We have not, but she's been in a hamster wheel because we've I remember her eating pellets and drinking the hamster water. Oh, that's no, we put her. We did put her in a hamster cage. Shit. Damn so it. I think um, maybe we let her play the banjo. And the and she can like hit a hi hat with her left foot. She's like one man banding it out there. Yeah. And, yeah, and of course she's playing the bagpipes too. Bagpipe, banjo, and a hi hat with her left foot. Yeah, she can do it all. Yeah, one hand for each. 
The she, trio oh, of instruments. She's only playing that one song that the bagpipes play at like a funeral, but then banjoing over the top and just fucking smacking the hi hat like crazy. Yeah, she's taps in it taps. So it's and next up like after her, boy. next up after her is just Keith Urban. He's gonna sing one of his songs. Oh. He'd love to be at Eurovision and ruin that. You you gotta you gotta vote. Those are the only two contestants this year. It's. Keith Urban oh. just singing one of his songs, Definitely or Nicole. or Nicole doing the, the banjo one, bagpipe hi hat. It's called One Kid Man Band. Oh shit, that's good. That's super good, Lucas. Thank you, thank you. You're Kid welcome. Man you're band. welcome. <laughs> movie, the movie. man in the band. It's a movie. So with that, let's get into the movie, 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 movie. Okay, let's get into this movie. Party time. Um, okay. Same it's day. April, same day. It's We haven't had to reschedule from Monday to Wednesday, and then Wednesday to Thursday, and then Thursday and to then Friday. Thursday to Friday. And, and there yeah. hasn't been any, like, basketball games or... Oh my um, god, it fucking steal <laughs> buzzer beater. <laughs> Literally a standing ovation from the crowd. There has didn't happen. Didn't happen. And, well, you know and what that, you're about. that's just at your sister's uh, master's thesis uh, defense. That, that fucking happened this week too. Yeah, Jesus. using using liposomal antigens to increase the efficacy of intranasal vaccines. Ain't she? Ain't she something? She's something. Just like just like our main characters. Yeah, just like a movie. It's always What's something. his name? It's like fucking Lars or something? It's Seth. Seth? He don't exist. Seth doesn't exist. It's April 6, 1974 in Iceland. A young boy is upset, sitting on the stairs Lars. by himself. Lars, yeah. Upset about his mother being gone. But he hops up and starts to dance as Abba plays on Eurovision. <clears throat> The year ABBA was on Eurovision, they were doing Waterloo. I'm in a better be with you. Waterloo. Waterloo. Good song. They they make such good songs. Genuinely. ABBA. ABBA rocks. I really enjoy ABBA. Uh, Take but a chance on the, me. Oh, good. Gimme, gimme, gimme a man after midnight. Fernando. Fernando. Wonderwall. Um, I, mean, yeah. I don't know about Wonderwall. It's a good, all classic Abba songs. Harambe. <laughs> Abba's, well, Abba's hit little... 20, 2015 song Harambe. Actually came Harambe. out in nineties. Surprisingly, I'm, this is. I'm sure this won't. This will be the only tangent we get sidetracked on. But when we did um, Young Thug in my hip hop class, we did a Young Thug Day. Um, we talked about that album that he did. Um and Harambe is one of his songs alongside Wyclef Jean and Kanye West and he was like these are all the people in my life that inspire me that's why I named these songs <laughs> after them so he put Harambe on there uh Lucas you should tell Seth your new class because the hip hop one's over yep they they cut it they said I can't do it no I just get switched to debate debate oh so what kind of music is debating. that now <laughs> debate music yeah debate what? we're debating whether or not white people can use the n word. Every day. Damn. <laughs> it's a good it's been an overwhelmingly good. yes so far. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. People love pretty, saying that. Pretty word. easy consensus. Yeah. Yeah. 
They're just excited. <laughs> um, but everyone at the party laughs at Lars, and his father is upset for this behavior. So he announces to stop laughing and that he will win Eurovision in the future. So you cut to present day. And Lars and Sigrid, she was also a little girl that was at this party and she was jamming. Everybody thought she was so cute doing it. But Lars was the gay boy doing it. But Lars and Sigrid are performing an absolute banger. Speaking of gay boys. Yeah, I got got hit with that with my middle school girls basketball team yesterday Mm. because they said, check your nails. I went like this. Mm. You're supposed to. And so even though even though I work across from my girlfriend I live with, I am now gay. Yeah, oh yeah, of course you are. You checked your nails like that. That's yeah. Yeah. So walked her right into that one. But Lars and Secret are performing an absolute banger called Volcano Man with just amazing visuals on Icelandic cliffs. And it looks like a legit music video. It's like this rocks. But it was all a facade as they are performing this song in Lars's father's basement and pretending this is their music video that they will submit to Eurovision. Is there imagination? Yeah. Fucking losers. Gay boys. Brandon. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right. But then Sigrid's weaving a blanket or something with a lady, and she's telling Sigrid that she will never make it anywhere while performing with Lars. She needs to do something on her own or get out. The Jordan Peele movie. Yeah. They were like, we can't do anything about us. We just need to get out. Yeah. She said, said nope. nope. You got it. Yep. Yep. And then and then he untitled 2025 movie. It, does he have one coming out in 2025? Yep, it's Probably. untitled. Is it a horror film? Um, aren't they all in a way? Isn't every movie yeah. a horror movie in a way? Yeah, if you got like a loose grip on reality. Jungle for sure is. Google. Did somebody die in this movie? Did they get into the competition because a band died in a book? Yeah. A lot of people yeah, died. A lot. We'll get there. Right, but there's a lot of Elves death. stab people. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, the elves. Oh, well, did I skip ahead? I'm sorry. I thought no, we were towards fine. the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Gisette, what oh, are you doing? You've been here. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, Lars is with his father at his mother's grave. And he breaks some news that they don't have enough money. They either have to sell the house or sell the boat. They're selling the house and keeping the fishing boat because he's got a fish to make money. So now Lars is going to have to find a new place to live. And just out of nowhere, they're like, man, life on this island sucks. And you see two gigantic humpback whales just breach in the bay. I was like, this fucking rock. (laughs) This looks awesome. And there's Volcano Wonderland with fairies and rolling almost, hills and mountains almost makes you want to move to iceland almost doesn't in 2020 <laughs> yeah almost <laughs> what do you how do you yeah, think how many, how many how many black people you think live there nine Ten. nine yeah 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 i could probably count on my hands or fingers i should say <laughs> two yeah <laughs> you've got one I or two do it. um it. and fire saga is performing in the pub and they want to perform their entry into Eurovision for everyone, but everyone just wants them to play Ya Ya Ding Dong. That's a good song. It is a good it's song. It's sort of like this Americanized, catchy, upbeat song. kind of thing. Yeah, they love it. And Secret tells Lars that she has enlisted the help of the elves to get them on Eurovision. He's like, the fucking elf? Like, why are you Let's doing this? Go. They're not real. Oh. 
But and this is kind of turned into that movie pretty quickly. It's like a like a random. You got some. You know, there's a lot of do sex machinas that come into play, just seemingly sure. at at random humor will. Random it's it's shaping up will. that way. Yeah, you say deuce, like dropping a deuce. Oh, okay. Revved up Revved like up a deuce, like a deuce. Another mocking roller in the night. night. Yeah, that's what that's what made us say of mice and mice that was wrapped up like a deuce is like yeah you wrap a turd in some toilet paper and you're like you fucking idiot brandon and then we hit you with the dodoy and then of mice and mice right yeah the best laid plans um so over at icelandic public television board members are going through submissions for eurovision and katiana who's played by debbie lavana Demi, Demi Lovato, Lovato is no, no, no. the obvious choice. They use they them pronouns. Correct. And one board member says that if they win, they're going to have to host the competition next year. And hosting oh, God, something, provide <laughs> you do. And hosting something oh, of this scale could bankrupt the country. And so he's, although Katiana's the right choice, he doesn't think she's right. And uh, Katiana is the clear winner of the future competition, but for. They're, to narrow it down for their Eurovision submission, submission, they have to have 12 entrants into this competition. They only have 11. So they have one person in the room just pick a random entrant of CDs, and they pull it out, and Fire Saga makes it in. Just Ooh. on sheer luck. That Maybe yeah. the elves? Maybe. Shut. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Lars hears about this. Runs to the city town hall bell, the emergency bell, starts ringing it, and he gets arrested because he was so excited about all of it. Yeah. Going to jail yeah, for he, endorphins. He, was, he made a good point, though. He said, it was an emergency. I'm saving the town. That's fair. That's fair. He's a hero. Fair. He is a hero. And Sigrid gets him out, and she ends up going to tiny mountainside houses. And thanks the elves for getting them into the contest. So at first you're like, okay, when she says elves, you're like, okay, they're not real. And then you see the houses, you're like, who built these little fucking things? Yeah. <laughs> elves are not real. But people built small exact replicas of their own houses. It's stupid. But it's, yeah. it's, it's funny because it's like built into the enough. mountainside and yeah. she just stands outside and she talks to the doors, but nothing ever comes out. So you're like, okay, she's just a I think that's a like a, a thing in Iceland, though. I think they do do that. Yeah, they have probably. like they build, they do that, they do that stupid shit. Like we have little libraries, you know, like oh little yeah, library yeah. stands. That's like mm-hmm. elf houses for them. Yeah, they do elf houses, and we have Mayor McCheese. <laughs> <laughs> sure, one. <laughs> Suck it, Iceland. It is. It's funny to build like tiny little houses in the exact. They're like, oh, the elves have the same exact architecture that we have. Like, yeah. Four walls. Art deco. Do you remember at my house on Lux on the south side? I love that house. This is going to be hard to remember. The cat house that was on our deck in the back I don't, Rocky? I think I went in your backyard precisely one time. Good. So, so you'll no, remember it then. No. We built, my dad built this cat house for our cat Rocky, who ended up being an outdoor cat. Yeah. Had it like insulated and everything. It was awesome. It was squatted by But it elves. looked exactly like our house. Oh, yeah. Like it was just, it was just scaled down to like yeah, cat size. Cool. Cat's so got good the, the idea of it is that Rocky designed it himself. Yeah. Just like the elves did. They're like, yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. I love this. Yeah. I guess I'm going to do that. My cat building his own house. Yeah. 
Oh, get it. I'm still just continue. I'm just stretching like this. Oh, get good it. idea. Oh! Ah! Oh! Oh! And he had um, zero points going into that shot too. He was oh, he was like oh for eight. <laughs> and that's amazing. Yeah, just never give up, people. Did he get the steal too? Of course he did. Got the steal and chucked up the buzzer beater. Wow. Never back down, never surrender. Were you down one, two, or th- tied, or? Yeah. You're tied. Yeah. Um, oh, because that's, that's why you texted me. You might that, be going yep. into OT. Hold the phone. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Um, so, she asked the elves for one other favor to help them now get into Eurovision. Leave some biscuits and some whiskey outside the elf doors. And, um, also, she drops just a little note that if the elves can help out, she might want, um, a baby with Lars. Are the elves gonna fuck her? Have we talked about how the people talk in this movie? No. What's her name? Cigarette? Is it? Cigarette, yeah. Is it like, is my memory right that she talks like fucking the Swedish chef? No, she, she, they, they all do. Like, Sesame Street. I love your laws. Mm-hmm. Or Muppets. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, yeah. That guy's cool. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're doing the heavy overplay, the Icelandic Scandinavian cocaine. accent. What are you looking at? I'm looking at your stuff. You're good stuff, huh? Yeah. Look at this fucker. I know, that's what coming at. Um, so, Fire nice. Saga is now in Reykjavik. And preparing for the Icelandic Song Contest, Lars is going huge. On this shake weight backstage. <laughs> I remember the shake weight. Shake weight's rocked. Mm. That's kind of a... It's, it's not a very timely joke. I think South Park got the shake weight joke like a decade ago. But maybe it's funny that they're bringing it up a decade later. Like in an ironic way. Yeah. But Lars is so oblivious to the fact that Sigrid is into him. And... Especially so when he starts to shove his pants with socks to make his bulge look bigger, but she shoves it in too to make her camel toe look bigger. Yeah. Classic stuff. And then you get to see what the first entrance. His name is 21st Century Viking. You're like, oh, this guy's going to be hardcore. Beautiful, angelic falsetto. I was like, this guy rocks. He's good. Killing it on stage. Was he a real one? He was a real one. He was, okay. And Lars leaves to go over the lighting. He's a homie. With the crew, but doesn't realize that his act is up next. He's a real. He misses his cue to go on stage, leaving Secret to perform alone. Bad and news. And they don't even do Ja Ja Ding Dong. They, they do not. They do, I can't remember what their song was called, but. Endless Love. No. But after pushing his way onto stage, they strap Crank into that. some angel wing harnesses. She was doing okay on her own. But as they strap in, it all goes poorly as his buckles snap. He falls face first onto the stage and ruins the chances for both of them. There, yeah, there's, there's kind of a theme of them going too hard in the going, production going gone. realm, if mm. I remember right. Yeah. yeah. They're not focusing and on the music. Because they lost, they were supposed to be able, all contestants could go on this giant boat ferry party, but they were too and upset about too. losing. Yeah. For, and so all the other contestants are on that boat after the show. Lars and Sigrid, um, they're just kind of sitting there on the dock pouting. looking out at what could be pouting, and they're about to share their first kiss. Oh, shit. When the boat explodes. Spoilers. Yeah, and it was Everyone loud. Dies. Yeah, Brandon, come on. People Body have to watch parts. this. 
<laughs> Sorry, uh, ratings. That's uh, spoiling our explode? show now. That's spoilers. It's blowing it up. Is it spoilers? Yes. Okay. Because I don't remember that part. <laughs> I won't spoil that. Um, I can't. And body parts Surgery. are raining down onto them, like Katiana's arm. Katiana's arm lands right in front of him. Yeah. Uh, sexy little arms. Sexy little arms and their sexy little ass. And they celebrate since they are the runners up to the other 11 contestants. They are the, yeah. the runner, 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 runner. <laughs> we get to go! Good work, Cigarette. And Lars and Sigrid are now in Edinburgh, Scotland, celebrating their win before the big competition. They are relaxing, realizing that everything is right in the world, and they're, once again, like on a hillside, they did all their segues and saw street performers. They're about to kiss when Lars keeps again. shutting her down, saying that they may must concentrate only on the music for now while they're here. Yeah, I can't let the relationship get in the way of their one big shot. And this is everything that he's ever wanted. But it's starting to become apparent that this is not everything that Sigrid's ever wanted. She wants him and his dick in her mouth. Whoa. No. She just wants him. And? Yeah. And? And? And so, they kind of have just like a little... (laughs) They kind of (laughs) have... Uh... They kind of just have a little moment and a falling out, but they're still, they're still, you know, a group. They're a great group. And at tech rehearsal, they hear the Russian entrant singing, the Alexander Skarsgård, Alexander Skarsgård singing, I'm a lion lover, the lion of love. And I was like, I like that one. (laughs) You loved the opera, I'm a lion lover. Yeah. Alexander Lemtov. Lemtov. Close enough. Who is this? This is my dad. He's mostly it's a lot Lois. Lois and Chris. Yeah. Embarrassing. Hmm. Eda. And um, as they get up to do... Oh, he's also very good in his winking at Secret as he's singing I'm the Lion Lover. And as they get up for their tech re- rehearsal, Lars is all in on this. But the production level and the dancing and the lights and the fireballs are all a little too much for Secret. She's fallen behind. She was not prepped on the changes that were going to be happening to their set and their performance. So, it's going to go well. It's going to go poorly. But that makes that one board member that makes the fear more real. Quite happy, because he wanted them to lose. And the fear is real. to get them. Yeah. yeah, and the fear is real, Brandon. If they Forgot sing a scary that. song, it'll really come together. <laughs> Aren't all songs horror songs in a way? In a way, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't every song just a different iteration of the monster mash? <laughs> <laughs> they get up in front of yeah. Eurovision. They just said, "Spooky, scary skeletons <laughs> shivers down your." They, ah! they throw money at them. Yeah, take it. You win. <laughs> There's a platinum record mugged. already. Yeah, yeah. They mugged their way to the top. <laughs> they, mug- they mugged their way to a ten-year record label deal. Yeah, it's it's the least shady way to do it. Honestly, fuck the record companies. Even then, still, yeah. And the police. <laughs> Aren't yeah. all police a horror police in a way? I'm done ironically. <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's not even a joke. I'm, yeah, I'm just and I'm like a like You're not a target charged. for them, and they are terrifying. <laughs> Imagine being a person of color. Like me. Yeah, like Brandon. 
That's still one of like Brandino. <laughs> Brandon getting pulled over for being Mexican. ASA, you know how fast you were going. Uh, anyway. No, sir. Here's my license. Yeah. Get out of the car. I don't know any more Spanish. That's okay. Uh, so now at the music rehearsal, Fine. Lars has some heavy production on their tracks now, and Secret isn't feeling it again. She has this K-pop DJ remixing all their hits. But during Alex but during all this, Alexander Lemtov comes in and invites them to his party tonight and hits on Sigrid a little more. And so they decide they're going to go to the party. They don't have anything going on the night. But it's at one of Alexander's five favorite mansions of his. One of his top five favorite mansions. That's good. That's it. And it's he likes full her. of just Greek statues of himself, but all with gigantic cocks. They're not tiny penises? No, they're huge. That makes sense. That's probably what I would do. Which means he's not smart. If I got a statue of myself, I would just make my dick as like as long as my leg. What about your balls? And I mean it literally. I'd be like walking like a fucking I don't know. Walking on broken glass. What about what would you say? What about your balls? What would you do to your balls? My balls well they'd either all they'd be like also on the ground or they'd be like they just wouldn't be. They'd be tiny or something. I don't know. I don't know which everyone's funnier, I guess. They're both pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, the idea of all dick, no balls is yeah. pretty funny. They're still there, but you gotta, like, get underneath the statue. You gotta and you're lift, like, these are regular You sized. gotta lift the the leg-long dick to look at the balls. No, it's a statue. You gotta go from behind. That's right. You can't lift gooch. a statue. Yeah. Jinjo? I got the culprit. Let's go. Was he in the closet? No, he was at the door screaming. I love devil. that. I love that it always just blurs out Jinjo's face. Yeah. <laughs> like, his kids. Yeah. But, th- so they're at here, at this mansion, and Lars and Secret end up getting separated. When the female Greek performer gets a drink for Lars, and Secret goes with Alexander Lemtov, where he shows her his view over the castle wall of the Edinburgh skyline. And as some stark sparks start to occur between Lars and Mita, the Greek girl, and Alexander and Sigrid, there's a little bit from each of them. We got a, a, we song, got a love square going on. A song along occurs. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, you forgot about this shit. This is more basically, just, basically just the pitch-perfect riff-off. But I put, like, in this yeah. scene... The production's great, the editing's great, the song the singing's all good, the song along is incredible. But unfortunately, as fun as it is, it's completely pointless. We don't we don't need this. Yeah, it doesn't do anything right. to the story. Yeah. You it's could just say a that for the sex little... scene of Velocipaster. At least at say? least in No, you can't. Yeah, take that back. What'd you say? Take it back. You could say that for the sex scene of Velocipaster. No, you can't. Where take it's it like back. amazing, but it probably doesn't have anything to do with the story. Then you no. would know that they're in love and that the sex has That's bonded them. That's the culmination them. of their powerful connection, Seth. I don't know. I think that saying sex is what bonds people is kind of... Well, no. It's it's showing that the real power in the movie is not the Velociraptor and his powers to change. It's sex out of wedlock. No, it's their love for each other is the true power. Bastardizing your sperms. Well, yeah, of course. That is the but it wasn't power. filmed like that way. It was, Lord. it was filmed as like this, this Garden of Eden discovery. Oh, I watched it. Brandon showed me that <laughs> scene. It was amazing. I loved it. It was like honestly sick as shit. But it was I probably 99% of the budget on it. You're that right. makes sense. <laughs> well, You're Lars right. and Secret. Oh, Lars no. let Secret after the song along 
go club dancing with Alexander alone because he says he has too much to do. But really, he goes to the hotel and sits alone in the bed and waits for her. And as he's waiting, Mita, the Greek performer, knocks on his door and has her way with him in his hotel room. Oh, no. Mita, these nuts. Oh. Yeah, she she sucks them. His little balls. <laughs> his little regular sized his balls. His regular sized balls behind his statue leg like leg sized penis. You've got it. And Sigrid wakes up the next morning after clubbing in bed with Alexander. But he says he's a gentleman. Nothing happened between them. He just stared at her for six hours and braided her hair. And Sounds like a normal guy. He's humming a song that she was singing in her sleep. And it's an original that she wrote. And doesn't see herself ever singing that and doesn't see herself ever singing this particular song with Lars. And you're like, uh-oh, trouble in Icelandic paradise. Right, whatever the word for paradise is in Iceland. What is it in Spanish? Paradiso? I was Almost say. assuredly. Yeah, that does sound right. Paradiso. And, um, so Alexander wants Paraiso. to travel right. the world with her and perform her song, but Paraiso. she leaves. She runs to Lars, but when she gets to the hotel, she sees that he was with Mita and storms out of set, because they were both naked in the bed. Hell yeah. Important to the story. Sucking on them nuts. It's implied. And so she storms out. At rehearsal, Secret and Lars argue about what had happened last night. Lars exclaims that now he is a sex machine because he slept with a Greek goddess, basically, and he will make sex with everyone. Was he a virgin before this? Does not say. Okay. It might be implied. But it's not like a, a motif they have. But it's also often in films that Will Ferrell is a sex symbol, so. Yeah, true. So I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. Then. yeah. And um, he's going to make sex with everyone. Secret yells that he is a small person. It does not truly pay attention to her. And she's fed up with what he has become. And liked the original song and the original Lars. Not this new showy Lars. Sexy, Sexy Lars. Sexy nice. Lars. So Lars breaks down and talks with his own reflection at a giant fountain and screams out some American tourists. Nice. Gets it out Tri- there, yeah. Tricks him into thinking there's a Starbucks nearby. That'll get him. Stupid Americans. That would get me if I was overseas to go Definitely. like take in a new culture and the landscape and just how beautiful everything can be outside here. I would be looking for a Starbucks. You don't even like coffee. No, but I'd be looking for a little bit of home. <laughs> and you're going to find that in Starbucks? Yeah. If you're like yeah. a Danish. A latte. Yeah, I like a... See that green little, cup? Like a brevet, I like. Oh, I don't pink, even know what that is. Pink drink? It's just uh, half and half instead of milk. It's thicker. Oh, I like that. What about a pink drink? Is that the one that kills you? No. Yeah. Then I'm not in. What about the unicorn drink? The, the What about the, the Pokemon Go Frappe? Which one of these kills you? Which drink? The Panera Lemonade. That's the one I like. He likes Panera it. Lemonade. Panera. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Lemonade. <laughs> Lemonade. Oh, yeah, sorry. You gotta put the... The tilde. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say the... The umlaut, but that's German. The schwa. Yeah. The schwa on the end. So, anyway, after all that, he's he's yelling at the American tourists. He waits outside the hotel room door and listens. Sigrid's in there writing her own 
original songs and he kind of overhears it and he's about to open the door but leaves and he goes to the eurovision stage to reflect yes a love song he's going to the stage of the eurovision stage to reflect when out of nowhere popping right in front of him is the burning ghost of katiana of demi lovato armless still on fire rotting skin she tells him he needs to leave eurovision or something very bad will happen she's gonna lars you said yeah yeah and uh stupid Sigrid's in her hotel room all alone when Mita comes into the room. She's going to wait for Lars. Sigrid's knitting a very angry sweater. It looked like it had an angry face emoji on it. It's got like a skull. And Mita tells her that nothing happened between them that night and that Lars happened to shut her down and that she shouldn't let this not one night stand come between them. What a twist. Is that true? Dan? That's true, Dan. Yeah. Oh, shit. No ball sucking. No He's ball just lying. Yeah. So you can't be mad at somebody for doing something that they didn't do. Yeah, you right? can't be mad at someone for lying. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's true. That you can't be mad at somebody for lying. <clears throat> yeah. I'm about to blow your mind. What? I couldn't think of a lie that oh. I would have been telling you in the last <laughs> 13 years that would have been funny. I was just trying to... I was just trying to turn the whole can't be mad at somebody for something that they didn't do thing for when. No, I was going to say something heinous. This is my fake arm. Yeah, exactly. And you, yeah, he wouldn't be mad at me for that. He'd be like, I had no idea you were struggling. But if I was like, I fucked your whole family. Yeah, that would (laughs) be like, what? I started with your brother. Yeah. Actually, he came on to me. Oh. And then I came on to him. Oh. (laughs) That's just a joke for me. I'm taking this news very well, actually. Yeah, you're cheering. <laughs> I was just going to turn the whole can't be mad at somebody for something that they didn't do on the scenario in college when my ex was mad at me because I didn't tell her that I didn't get a lap dance one night. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's it was right. like, how am I supposed to know to tell you that I didn't get one if I didn't get one? Yeah. It's like, you should have just known. <laughs> what? <laughs> that led to our breakup. It's a good fight. Yeah. All timer. It's a good fight. We weren't even actually together at that point either. Yeah, I remember so, that. It was a good, good fight. Yeah, looking back, those were good days. <laughs> you didn't tell me that you didn't get a lap dance. That's why I'm upset. Yeah. Cool. You didn't tell we me you weren't her. gay, Brandon. <laughs> um, so, after all this, it's the night of the semifinals. Lars and Sigrid, they make up. They return the song to the original form. They talk about ancient elf proverbs. They're doing all great. But Alexander sees them having their moments together. Again, their moment was like them like holding each other's hand and just going, ha, ha, ha. ha." It seems like something I would do with Callie. Yeah. A good moment. And he sees them having their moment together. Mita tells him to pick on someone else, but he sees something in secret. Wants her by his side to become bigger than ever. So he comes to support them, but tells them, he's like, you know, I understand that you guys are having fun. It's great that you're back together. Just know that when you don't get any votes, don't take it hard. That you could, and that she should consider what he told her last night. And dick. And. Consider the dick. And. (laughs) And. Consider this. Gas station TV. And to maybe go on tour with her. And Lars overheard all this and becomes a little bit nervous. Then you get to see some of the semifinal bands. Moonfang is a banging band. They good too. Good yeah, I like the name. Where are they from? Germany. Don't. The Moon. 
the moon, Germany's moon, Iron Sky. We have the same moon. We also see the Wonder Four perform. They're only okay. Um, Johnny John John performed. Good name. He was the Danish rapper, I think. Do they have rappers in Eurovision? I don't know if you can, but this show had it. They probably have them as, like, backups. Which should make fun of. Yeah, like, you know that song that blew up on Twitter last summer? Those, like, two foreigners? And he's like, women are my favorite guy. Love that song. Yeah, yeah, they probably have something like that. Love that song. Great song, yeah. I don't know what the song is. Saving the world. I don't know the words, but it's awesome. Clap in the hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like exactly what the this power movie is. of the base. Yeah. And then he's like talking about stop the war. I don't I, I don't only remember like certain words that, that aren't funny. If women you are seen my it. favorite guy. Sex. I'm wanting more. There it is. Yeah. No more fighting. No more war. Well, he really knew this song. They, he was Love it. I, I watched the remix. They put a fake girl in after the real girl, and everyone got People mad. People were pissed. People were very I was, mad about I was up in arms so about many it. things. <laughs> you gotta get on Twitter more. When did it's this, so fun to learn the history when of did why this people blow get mad up? about things. This like, summer. Yeah, it would have been like August, maybe? Yeah. yeah. in the hot. Yeah. She made a face like, like, uh. <laughs> Dude, they're so no foreign. clue what is going on they but still I'll, dress I'll like to see like two early 2000s paris hilton both of them. Mm. yeah like that's how you know it's that kind of mm. the planet of the base yeah planet of the base is what it's called yeah planet of the base is what it's called yeah we'll Kay. just read all the lyrics as an sure outro. i'll just i guess i guess i'll play it okay. yeah yeah it'll be a nice little treat for the folks at home which is probably everybody we got a Jeremy. <laughs> Is it the whole Cong- song or just like the highlight? Congratulations to Jeremy Allen White on this Emmy win. Eh. The Bear won ten Emmys. Oh, I love that show, but I don't respect the Academies. Yeah, see, look at him. Whoa. Do you have the volume on? Unfortunately, I can't hear anything. Oh. You not hear that? No. It's okay. No. I'll listen to it. Yeah. I'm vibing out I'll over here. Send him a clip. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, after all this, uh, one guy in the pub in Iceland, Six. while the semifinals are on, is trying to convince them to watch Eurovision instead of the soccer game to support Lars and Sigrid. But Lars's father still isn't supportive, even though they're there. They made it this far, and this show is going extremely well. Everyone is loving Fire Saga, including the judges the Icelandic board members, and even Lars's father. But all of a sudden, Sigrid's incredibly oversized long scarf comes unraveled and gets sucked in. like a big in, hamster wheel. That's into right. the hamster wheel that Lars is running on. It is one giant accident after another, but they keep the performance going. They're just trying. Some laughing is heard in the crowd as they start to walk off, and Lars's father leaves the pub. But slowly, applause emerges in the crowd. Sigrid and Lars end up fighting over going back in there. Lars remembers as a kid, everyone laughed at him as he was doing his little show in front of everybody, and he's not going to be laughed at anymore, so he's going home. But Sigrid wants to go back even if she gets no points because she is an artist. But all Lars wants is to win. Yeah. He's not there for the art. He's there for the babes. About the base. And they officially say goodbye to each other. She tells him that Alexander was right about him all along. So 
he tells her to go sing her love song to Alexander, but she breaks down and tells her that she wrote it was this love song all along. For her wait, dad. wait for it. I already said it for for him, for <laughs> Lars. But he was Spoiled too oblivious for himself. He was too oblivious the whole time to even notice that she had a hysterectomy. Wings. Oh, <laughs> feelings for him. No wings. Wings. Yeah. So she goes back. I and- didn't notice your uterus was missing. <laughs> <laughs> That's Why didn't you tell me? There. I didn't see. Um. So she goes back. Lars goes his own way. Um. And Alexander decides to come and sit with Sigrid. Points are being awarded, and surprisingly, as they are awarded, Iceland starts to receive several votes from countries in support. Iceland then wins the people's popular vote. It's the people's vote. It's the people's vote. And makes it as the fourth finalist for the grand competition. Sigrid starts crying into Alexander out of enjoyment. They, like, respected their, their hustle. Of course, you gotta, you know? Like, even if up to this point you're 0 for 8 and you haven't made any shots yet, but you hustle, you get a steal, and you make one more bucket, you gotta respect that. It's that Jose you grind sure said. You sure do. <laughs> Lucas is tearing up over there. Well deserved. Let's all cry out together for a little while. Blood has been spilled. Blood? Blood? I cry blood now. Oh shit! Like those lizards. It's crazy. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Can you squirt it from your eyes like the lizards? Do you do do that thing? Squirt, Lucas, (laughs) blood style. (laughs) Oh, I do that too. Do them things squirt? That'd be a good horror image. A guy crying blood. That would be good. We should take a picture of that and post it on. I mean, most crying is horror crying anyway. Pinterest crying blood. Put it on Flickr. Free to use uh, blood crying guy. Oh, that baby looks sad. Yeah. <laughs> he's crying blood. Of course he's sad. He's Googling crying babies. No, he's crying Googling blood. crying blood. And there oh. was a baby. So they are in the finals. Secret cries out of enjoyment to Alexander's arms, but she also cries out of sadness that Lars is not there with her. And the le- next day, Lars is now just a fisherman. He is oblivious to their win. No one told him. Even yeah. though. His drummer kid is giving him hints. He's like, are you going to go back? He's like, I will never go back. This is to the dad? No, this is to the fire Fire saga when they perform in the pub has a, pump, a drummer. He's like 12. Yeah. But he couldn't go to the competition with them because he's 12. Because he's 12. And um, so he's just fishing. He's the real Lars's creative father, genius. Lars' father is trying to give him a pep talk about how proud of him he is for not quitting and doing something for Iceland that none of them else could. And he's trying to tell him that he must go after Sigrid at all costs and win her back just, because he lost out on Sigrid's mother a long time ago. Oh. I just thought of something. Isn't Bjork Icelandic? Yeah. Is, is there any mention of Bjork in this film? I don't Probably. think so. Isn't that, isn't that weird? That is weird. Let's make sure she's Icelandic. There's no mention of Sigurdos either. Don't know that one. Bjork Yotzi? is Icelandic. I was just like, it's so small. This is such a music-dependent movie. You'd think there'd be some Bjork tip of the hat. I'm sure there's little nods in there somewhere. I don't know enough about either of those like bands. Maybe you're right, yeah. Singers to know when they'd be tipping slash them. Homies. 
Yeah. Well, because I'm sure. Out of nowhere, one of the fishermen tells him that Iceland is in the finals because Lars's father didn't see it because he stormed out. Lars doesn't know. So Lars, his dad's like, well, we can't stop fishing today or we won't get any fish. So he jumps overboard and swims to land to make it back to the competition. Well, he, he like, yeah, he like swims. He like, sw- uh, like sorry, two the, miles the implication, back to shore. I thought the implication is he swims to fucking Maine, like to Europe. Hey, it swims the Magellan Strait. From I think. I mean, that's not the right. I one. think that's he, the implication. He yeah. doesn't because who picks him up on land was Victor, the Icelandic oh, music yeah. board oh, guy that didn't want him, and he's going to take him to the competition. But first, Lars that's asks right. to take him to the elf houses to ask for help. That's right. Lars hasn't believed in the elves this whole Europe. time, but he's here to support Sigrid and something she believes in. Right. So he goes to the houses when Victor. Begins strangling Lars. The fuck? Saying he blew up the boat and doesn't want Iceland to win. And now that they're in the finals, he's scared that they're going to win. As Lars is being choked Victor out. Victor blew up the boat? Yeah. Damn. He tried to As blow up Lars all the Icelandic representatives. Correct. Who's Victor? The board guy that didn't want Katiana as the representative because he was afraid they'd win. And if they win... Then the Iceland might go bankrupt because they don't oh. have the infrastructure to support the contest there. That's right. I mean, but, the, the host, the winning nation hosts it. But Lars is like dying, being choked out, when all of a sudden, Victor collapses behind him. He's able to come to, and he checks out Got Victor is dead with a tiny little knife in his back. And tiny. one elf house door opened up, but no elf in sight. True. And then it closes. Must have been the wind. So <laughs> Lars hitches a ride with the Americans to the Eurovision Song Contest. I think he flew and nobody, nobody, he might have swum. Nobody in Edinburgh's there, so he, except for the Americans. So they drive him there. Alexander's just Iceland finished to, his song. To Scotland. That's so far. Well, an elf just threw a knife, Brandon, so. <laughs> I guess that's true. Um, Alexander's just finished, and Sigrid is up next. Lars is almost there, but gets stopped by the ghost of Katiana again, saying, do not perform, or something very bad will happen to you at Eurovision. She, and she's like, don't go up there. Victor's trying to kill you. He's like, oh, Victor's already dead. And she's like, oh, shit. So she just disappears. Stupid. Stupid. And Lars and Alexander fight a it little has bit. None and of talk that, about none of that million-dollar duck charm. <laughs> A severe lack of million dollar duck charm. Well, is that some charm? Hmm. Not that kind of and charm. And some heart. And Lars and Alexander fight and talk about what they could give Sigrid, but Lars continues on to stage to stop the show as she starts to perform. He tells everyone that the perfect song isn't the winning song, but one that comes from the heart. Something that Alexander's been trying to tell her all along, too. You need to sing with passion from the heart. So even if it gets them disqualified, he wants her to perform her song, and he begins to play it on the piano for her. The love does song. He to, does he get to make that call after storming off? Like in he the can if he wants. power dynamic relationship? Yeah, I feel like he left and then swam 750 miles. <laughs> he did. And yep. he's like, hey, tell these people how much you fucking love me. Like that after being right. kind of a dick. No, yeah. And he did <laughs> It's obviously she'd be opposed to that, but it's it's a weird. I don't think it's a romantic gesture to come and be like, "Tell him you love me." I know you do. 
you've forgiven me. I came back. Also, imagine <laughs> being choked out and almost dying mm. from nice not being able to breathe and then doing that kind of an endurance Love swim. It. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Impressive. Yeah. Jerking. His lung capacity's off the charts. Well, she starts to sing her song. The elves are like sled dogs. He just used them as a boat. <laughs> like dolphins pulling them underwater. Yeah, that's right. They don't need to that's breathe. Right. Um, well, she performs her song, Kyushavi. Good name. And my notes here are, the song is so fucking good, Rachel McAdams is killing it, I have goosebumps, I am crying even. That's who it was, yeah. You were crying? Oh, I was crying like crazy. And then after that song song is over- Every every movie's kind of a sad movie in a way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, if you- If you you love your Brandon. Yeah. And then afterwards, I started crying more because as everyone's celebrating the the moment. You want to know the worst, my biggest failure as a teacher? When we did Little Wayne Day, speaking of love, they all hated Little Wayne except for they liked How to Love. His song is shitty ass. You know that one? I like that one. I love that song. It's weird that that's the only one that they'd like. You guys are, you guys and my students are crazy. That song is dark. I love, shit. I love How to Love. I also love most other Lil Wayne. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, they, they don't like him. But How to Love. He had a lot of Did they not like his voice? And then when he sang, they were like, oh, really I get it. Now we like yeah. him. I was like, no, no, no. This is supposed to be a, the bad one. Yeah. <laughs> and I did a million and I was like, fucking cool like this. And they're like, what the hell yeah. are you doing, Mr. Lawrence? Damn. Did you do? Let it all go. Let it all go. Six foot, seven foot. Six, did six foot, seven. Yeah. Did you do Mona Lisa? Use my charisma. Back with the spritzer. They did like the lasagna line. They did like that. Real G's moving silence like was it? Did you do Mona Lisa? No, we didn't do some. We didn't do late period Wayne. Hmm. That song has some storytelling. Anyway, did Bedrock. I started pick the world. Oh, you up. did Bedrock. We did pick the world up too. Yeah, and we did Bedrock. <laughs> Drop it on your fucking head. <laughs> bedrock. I don't like Bedrock. That would have turned me off from a way. That for sure. <laughs> we did that twice because we also did it for Drake as well. That's so funny to play. Bedrock when you do twice. Nicki Minaj, you're gonna do it. When you do <laughs> Tyga, you're gonna do it. Class. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your hip hop class. All right, kids, we're doing Tyga today. Yeah, just the whole whatever that the group was called, the Money Young Gang, money. Or whatever. Young Money Gang. Yeah, Young Money Cash Money. Um. Anyway, so after this song ends, I started crying even more as everyone's rejoicing them because the song "Hoppy Popla" by Yonsei started playing. It's the happiest Ooh. fucking song in the world. Yonsei, you're supposed to look him up. No, he's part of Sigaros. He's the lead singer. Okay. He's gay, blind, Icelandic singer. He's a big time. He's gay and blind? Yeah. I don't even know he's gay then. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great question. Every movie's a gay movie. <laughs> oh, he can't see them. For No, for real. How does he know what he's attracted to? If it's all based on touch anyway? Yeah, what the fuck does he know? He likes it's all flesh when you're maybe blind, he was, Maybe he wasn't born blind. I don't know. He's currently That would be blind, the only though. explanation. I'm going to look can, up why he's gay. <laughs> I think the real question is, can, can blind from birth humans, can they be homosexuals? Probably. Because I, I totally understand but the- But should the, they Like be? an accident. Whoa, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll, this is an investigation, I guess. 
I'll but get on it. It's the happiest I'll start song it by, ever. By asking blind people I see on the street. <laughs> Are you gay? I was truly crying. <laughs> I'll give you your stick back if you tell me. And Lars and Secret embrace on stage. Finally kiss each other as everyone cheers them on. He Con- looks born blind. <laughs> Look at those eyes. Those eyes are pretty wild. Confetti's raining down on them. And Alexander's crying off to the side for the moment that he witnessed. But also because he knows he has won the competition. He's crying out of happiness, but out of seeing the beauty on the stage. And him and Mita are going to go to Greece together. And fuck. I thought he's That'll gay. Be yeah, it's a little weird. Who's gay? Is, I, thought, <laughs> I thought Alexander was gay. No. <laughs> the beginning. Oh, man. The beginning of this Wikipedia article is hilarious. It's like he's known for his use of cello bow on guitar and his angelic falsetto. That's cool. But like he just didn't know it was a guitar when he picked it up. He's like <laughs> yeah, the he's wrong blind. instrument. <laughs> they didn't say that, but. That's so funny. He's such a genius. No. <laughs> I've been blind since birth and extremely gay, said user Hank Scorpio123. You know when you see someone and are attracted to them? It's kind of like that, but I can't see. (laughs) What is the... How is he typing this? And what is... Voice (laughs) of text. Raging boner, yeah. That wasn't even an explanation. (laughs) When I was 11 or 12, I didn't really understand the difference between boys and girls. To me, they're the same, except men turn me on. I don't understand. Is there a sense? What forum are you on right now? Gayandblind.gov.com. Uh, <laughs> .gov? <laughs> it's a government database? Wait, what was the forum? I might want to just like read some of these later. It's the pinknews.com. I just typed in, can blind people be gay? It's clicked on the first thing. I, I've been reading some forums lately. Well, let's finish this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah Lars and Sigrid come back to Houston and are greeted as superstars with fans everywhere cheering them on, asking for autographs, and their parents hugging them. And then sometime later, Firesock is performing in the same pub with a baby on Lars's chest. Oh, he's only blind one eye. Oh, only one eye. Yeah, and he's gay with his, his friend in the He's band. only gay in one eye. But <laughs> <laughs> he's blind all over. Yeah. <laughs> Best. There's a baby on Lars's chest, and it's a wedding that they're performing at. You're like, oh my god, they're getting married. No, it's for his dad and her mom. So what? now it's kind of weird. No, it's not. Kinda That's weird, Iceland no. shit. That is Iceland shit. That's right. The app? Yeah, the app. There's an app in Iceland that you can use to check your genealogy because like 49% of the population is related to each other. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. There's only like 50,000 people in Iceland. Do you think they have that in the Vatican City? I don't think they're allowed to think about sex in the city. (gasps) Nice. Uh, Anyway, as they ask who wants to hear their Eurovision song, everyone's screaming, we want Yaya Ding Dong instead. And that's the end. And the end credits with little actors and the flags next to them showing their nationality. You think I would score well in Iceland? Yeah. Since I'm definitely not related to any of them, I can just kind of wreak havoc through the neighborhood, through the village. (laughs) Then everybody ends up being related to Seth, and then they can never reproduce again. I'm just like winking at girls from across the bar, like, do you have the genealogy app? (laughs) Maybe I don't need it. (laughs) Sliding Girl. Girl. Come on. I would take you for granted. Yeah, out of the woodworks. I've got like a wanted poster. If you want to get with me, you gotta see my dance moves. (laughs) 
And you break it down. They would and then you that. fuck them. They would love it. But that is the end of Eurovision Song Contest. The the the, the story of Fire, Fire Saga. Saga. Yeah. So we will pause and then we can pause and we'll get some quarters. Cool. Um some 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 gay blind singers. Deaf and dumb. Pinball main pinball. I can hardly believe it, Lars. I never thought we'd leave Husevik now. Look at us. Uh, I... Uh, nah. Nah? Nah. Why? We can't. We have to think about the music. Oh, yes. But we could make music. No, we can't. Really? No, romance. It ruins the balance. Think about it. Fleetwood Mac, right? Abba, Post Malone, Simon and Gorfunkel. Yeah, I forgot about Simon. I know. Wow, this is very disappointing news. Sure plays a mean pinball. Uh, How many quotes you got? I love that song. I'm going to start my car. Oh, sure. Yes. How many quotes do you have? I have nine. Oh, shit. Lucas? Zero. Lucas! What? How many you got, Brandon? I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven in my bank account. Let's hit your... Ooh, good reference. Let's hit your first one. Uh, first one from Seagreet when the boat explodes and she just goes, The elves! They went too far! And Lars like, what the fuck are you <laughs> talking about? Um, Seagreet talking to Alexander, he goes, she goes, are you gay? And this is where you might That's have thought he was I gay. He it. goes, what? He's like, no, of course not. I'm Russian. She's going, no. He's like, there are no gay people in Russia. I promise you. I thought he was bearded. Okay. Um... Lars at the very end of the movie when the Amer when they're doing their thing with the baby strapped to his chest in the pub back in Iceland, the yeah. Americans from earlier named Bill, Brittany, Jen, and Jeff, they yeah. are in the pub. And Lars goes, Hey Americans, are you having a good time in Iceland? They're like, Yeah. He says, Well, we hate that you're here. So why don't you go back home, all right? Don't you have some traffic to sit in with your monster trucks and your chili corn dogs? Why I have I have some opiates for you you can take while you over-leverage your credit cards and you buy too many houses. I was like, nailing everything about America on the noggin. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Americans made this movie, after all. Um, Those are all my three from IMDb. Now, these are the ones that I took. Any Seth this quotes? Is... No Seth quotes. This is one that I took when they are at his mom's grave, Lars's mom's grave. And he's telling them that they're going to sell the house or sell the boat. And <laughs> he just tells them, oh, we're going to sell the house. I need the boat to make money. And he goes, Lars goes, well, mom loved me around the house, so she won't be too happy about this. <laughs> and he goes, why did you drag me all the way out here to tell me that? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Drag me to my mom's grave to tell me that I'm selling the house? Ninjo, I fucking hate you. I put this one. I put this one down because this is just a recurring joke the whole time, which yeah. is actually something that we kind of just talked about. 
everyone's always like, why are you and your sister performing together? And they go, she's probably not my sister. Good joke. Probably the incestuous not. lives of the Icelandic dating life. I'm a Swedish plumber. <laughs> I'm an incest brother. There it is. Uh, next. This is when they storm out of the pub the because they're so, so tired of doing Yaya Ding Dong over and over. The people come out they're like, you're going to play Yaya Ding Dong again. He's like, he's like, I'm going to go play Yaya Ding Dong. And then I'm going to tell him to F off during the song. <laughs> yeah. Got him. Buck off. Uh, I kind of mentioned this one earlier when they're shoving their pants. He goes, I just want my Ding Dong to look bigger than it appears. And she, she goes, should I do that too? Uh, should I draw attention to my groin area? And he says, yeah, do a classic camel toe. Classic. So they don't notice your uterus is missing. <laughs> that, that's right. Diversion. Um, romance ruins the bands. This is Lars telling Seagreet. Romance ruins the bands. See, like Fleetwood Mac, ABBA, Post Malone. <laughs> Terrible and bands. Seaman and Garfunkel. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I forget about Seaman. That's like, god damn it. This is stupid. It is horrific. Um, nope. This is that K-pop producer when they're doing their music rehearsal. She goes, the song feels a little busy. And Lars just looks over. He's like, hey, yo, J-Bong, you think the track is busy? And he just goes, nah, I think it's presh, cuz. I was like, what? Hmm. <laughs> See, he thinks it's presh, cuz. Yeah. What'd you say? Code switching. Yeah. Uh, penultimate. Uh, Lars telling Alexander, I describe my penis as a Volvo automobile. Definitely not too big. Reliable, steady, sturdy, but it's not going to turn any heads. Yearly maintenance. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the maintenance. Yeah. He's just one tug. One hand job. And Dang. my last one. I already mentioned this one as well, but Secret talking to Alexander when she wakes up. Have you been watching me while I sleep? He's like, no, I've been just braiding your hair. And she goes, wow, this is quite good. How long did it take you? He's like, not long. Only six hours. I was like, god damn. Not bad. I'm going to have to learn to become braid. a master braider for Callie. Nice. She already yeah, has probably. so much hair. And one Except bald spot. One spot yeah. She's already so bald. <laughs> and so much hair. So, that is any quotes. We're doing ratings. Uh-huh. Seth, I don't you watched them. this movie with us. Yeah. Uh, what do you think Tomometer gave it? Tomometer gave this... This is critics. Yes, I'm never gonna remember. Uh, I don't know, eighty, eighty percent. Yeah, Lucas, sixty-one. Oh, one of you guys Luca is Nikua. so close, and it's Lucas. Is sixty-three? Oh. He's fingering the critics again. I do usually to get the inside scoop. Yeah. Ooh, that, was, fingers. that was a good joke, and I didn't actually mean that until I said good. scoop, and I was like, oh, wait a second. Ah, that's how you... <laughs> yeah, that's good. Fingers? Scoop an ass. You have to... <laughs> Fucking ass. Have to. What? You have to let it finger. finger. Lucas, what do you think, uh... What do you think the <laughs> terminology <laughs> for... <laughs> Lucas, fuck off. What do you think the terminology for eating asses? Um, butterfeeding. I don't know. Mm. Analingus. It's analingus. Not butter begs, feeding. No. It begs the question if cunnilingus is about cunts. It does. Serving them. If that's the origin cunt. of the word. Um 
All right, Lucas, audience score Serving on ass. Rotten Tomato. Um, good question, Brandon. Thanks. Let's say let's say a sixty-seven. Seth, we'll go eighty again. Ooh, one of you guys is pretty close. It's Seth. Ooh, wow. Ooh, it's a seventy-seven. 76. You're so, so we kind of tied. Yeah. Pretty much. We did tie. Uh, IMDb Metascore, this is at 100. I'll go first. Metascore. Let's give it a um, 6.0. A 60? No, that's not what you said. Yeah, you Seth? heard me. 6.1, then. Mm. No, uh, I'll just go 69. Mm. The old bits are back. <laughs> I was gone for too long. Uh, what? You are gone. No, I was just—I didn't say anything. In a while. You were just quiet. Yeah, <laughs> you turned into YouTube. Seth's sitting here. I've just been here the whole time. A long Brandon time. puts a, a, card, a cardboard cutout of me in all the YouTube videos, <laughs> and he doesn't fuck them. Yeah, no, of course not. Of course not. I'm just imagining you actually just sitting here every time. And you're just like, yeah, I'm on my phone for two hours, <laughs> yeah. just like looking around. Yeah. It was a good recording, guys. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Uh, so 60 and 60 and the winner today is Lucas to 50. Damn. Pa. And lastly, audience score. Lucas? I'll go first. Let's give this guy a 6.69. Fuck. He knows that's what I wanted to do, and now I have to choose. Shit. And now you have to choose between 7.0 and 6.8. Yeah. <laughs> you bastard. Because I don't know if it's... I was thinking somewhere between like 6.5 and 7.5, so I want to go 6.9. Fuck. I feel like people hate this movie. I'm going to go 72. <laughs> so you went higher. Yeah. I 7. just, just want to be proven wrong. The winner today is Lucas. No. It's, it's a 6.5. You were proven wrong. <laughs> you were right. I know. Your lower end of your range. people to be better. It, so it justifies my cynicism when make, I hear things. Makes like you this. feel. Makes me feel just not a vindicated. Good way. Uh, no, I was setting you ever. up. I threw you the easiest law. I don't feel vindicated. I feel like shit. <laughs> feel like shit. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so critics gave it a fifty and a sixty-three for a fifty-six and a half. Audiences sixty-five and a seventy-seven for a seventy-one. Seth, what are you giving this film? Um, I'll go like seven three. Oh wow! Classic yeah. reasoning. Not off the top of my head. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Hadn't rehearsed this far ahead. Lucas, like everything else, you missed dress rehearsal this week. Yeah, yeah for this so show, guys. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday <laughs> and Wednesday. I missed yeah. a couple marks. Yeah, but that's okay. We'll we'll get fresh. Um. That's an interesting question you actually asked me, Brandon. What the what I give this movie on a lasagna scale? This is your classic ultimate set. Seth actually inverted my score. It's a three point seven movie. It's a three point seven. Is that the seven classic? That's that's me being classic. Um, so three point seven movie reasoning. I just said it. Movie. Movie, okay, movie, and um, and I, I like the opposites. songs, but I hated everything else. <laughs> he yin and yanged us. Okay, when you add our scores together, you get ten. No, you don't. It's eleven. And I am going to give dumb. this movie be ten. 
It should be. It should be. <laughs> I don't like that our scores add up to 11. God. What's wrong with math? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you fix this? Uh, change it, please. And we're going to wake up tomorrow. 11's going to be 10 and Sonic's going to be well, red. And the other thing that makes me mad is like, you do 82, 28, it's still 11. You do. No, it's 110. You do 1.9, 9.1, it's 110. You yeah. do 6.4, 4.6. They're all 11, basically, or yeah. that. Except forty five fifty four, yeah, which is like ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's real shitty. Blow my fucking mind. It's something close to ninety nine. I don't remember exactly. Oh, what that's it is. because you're doing the forty six and the sixty four, so it's fifty five fifty five, and then that's a hundred and ten. Yeah, you, you beat math. It's it all makes sense. It just looks weird. That's all. It's people always throw a fit about it, but like you know. Calm down, just mad. Shut up, yeah. You never <laughs> cared in school, and now you're, like, pissed about it. <laughs> Keeping people up. Why 3.7 plus 7.3, not 10? Uh, Whoa. <laughs> Nine guns. Secret third option. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give this a 7.3. That was actually my score. And we then did rehearse. Seth happened to come on, and I knew he was going to give it a 7.3. So that makes it even on. better. I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was funny. I wow. thought it was shot super well. Hey, um, visuals are great. I cried. The music was amazing. Lucas looks so far away in this <laughs> so like, aspect. Small. I thought that Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams both played their <laughs> ditzy characters from, so well. He's like a mile away from the camera. <laughs> Does it look like that for you too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at Whoa. Oh, so 7.3, 7.3, and 3.7, 18.3. That's a 6.1 average. And what are you doing, Brandon? <laughs> I gotta stop looking away. <laughs> you sound so loud for how far away I you know. are. What'd you say? What are you giving it, Brandon? I already gave it a 7.3. Why, why was that? Because I already gave my reasoning. Movie. So Oops. let's hear some reviews. Yeah. Three oh. critics. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have three critics. I love being stupid. I'm afraid every time I look away, it's like when you brush your teeth in the mirror and you like look away for a second, and then there's a guy behind you. That's yeah. how I feel about Lucas yeah. being far away. What <laughs> are the things that you say in the mirror? What's the girl's name? But or is it just Bloody, Bloody Mary? Mary? It's Rumpelstiltskin. It is Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> a short it man. Like a little good Danny DeVito. <laughs> a little dude shows little up. Ghoul. So my first one's by David Dull Rooney man. at The Hollywood Reporter. He says, if ever a comedy cried out for a tight 85-minute treatment that keeps the gags pinging fast enough to disguise the thin sketch material at its core, it's this hit-or-miss two-hour feature. It was a little long. Yeah. It was long. With the review... <laughs> bad <laughs> sorry oh <laughs> he's, he's so tiny he's falling this time tune into the second Did youtube you at 112 14 to see how small lucas is <laughs> i should use this as the youtube like yeah. uh thumbnail, thumbnail. This is, he's in iceland and we're in edinburgh <laughs> swim to me swim <laughs> He's 766 miles. Uh, next is by Owen Gleiberman at Variety. <laughs> Hate this guy. Because he's bad or because of his name? Both, probably. Bad. I don't respect critics. He says, a badly shot one-joke movie that sits there and goes thud. Ooh. Oh, like him. Never mind. Right in my heart. Hate he's him. back in my good graces. 
And last one's by Charlotte O'Sullivan at the Evening Standard. I refuse to feel any certain way about Owen Gleiberman. I thought you were going to say I refuse to listen to a female critic reviewer after I said Charlotte O'Sullivan. Nah, I've changed. Yeah, good. This guy's good. Um, yeah. They say... Farrell wisely realizes that this institution is beyond parody and is simply content to pay homage. The result is extremely silly and ridiculously rousing. I would agree with that. That sounds like a 7.3 rating. Because he loved Eurovision, right? Will Farrell? Like the real like thing? Mm-hmm. Movie. Yeah. He loves it. The movie? No, the real oh, thing. I don't know, probably. He does. Yeah, yeah, he like bought it or something. I don't care that much about Will Farrell. I don't think he's very funny. But, but if you like listen to today. the podcast, you would know. If you listen to this episode that hasn't come out yet. That I was on the whole time. That you were on the whole time, you would know. Yeah. And then some user reviews. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Snoopy style. Snoopy style. That's you. Yeah. No bird. June 18th, 2022. No bird. Fucking bird at. No bird. What bird? Oh, shit. <laughs> you shot her. <laughs> no bird. <laughs> He killed the bird in real life. Uh, Snoopy says, this is Will Ferrell doing another goofball in another wacky competition. It's getting a little old by now. I would like for him to try for something different. Unlike his character, McAdams is utterly endearing. It would work better if he could match her in personality. I almost yelled, oh no, when they were sitting at the docks. I suddenly realized where the story is going. That would be an interesting path to go down, but it needs to really lean into it. It has to turn into either a mass murder comedy or a murder mystery thriller. My other big issue is the length. Two hours is long for a comedy, and the song singing turns it into glee. I'm not that concerned about winning the contest. That part holds a little interest. Still, there are some mildly amusing moments, and that's fine. Six out of ten. It's good. Fucking cat. (laughs) I love... I like that they just blew people up and they didn't talk about it for like I think an it's hour. hilarious. Yeah. And out of nowhere, it took me by surprise so much. Yeah. This is how if I ever made a movie, I would I imagine myself doing something like that. I don't know what scared me more, this explosion or girl ghoul. Girl ghoul. <laughs> Probably girl ghoul. Yeah. Next up is by Returner Plankton Wools. It sucks. June twenty eighth, twenty twenty. He says, although this I don't like is bring him back. a Will Ferrell film. Do no, not watch Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga. We need someone who Thinking us. it will be anything like Talladega Nights or Anchorman. In fact, I would go so far as to say I wouldn't even consider it a comedy, though what? it has some comedic portions. Instead, it's a strange tribute to Eurovision from some folks who seem to understand and love it. Now, this might mean that the best audience for this movie are European and folks from a few like other countries that also compete in the competition. After all, few Americans watch Eurovision or even know what it is or how it's conducted. But if you don't know about it, you might still enjoy it. Who knows? Overall, a wonderful and enjoyable film for anyone who loves Eurovision and a mildly enjoyable for anyone else. 8 out of 10. Yeah, he sucks. That's a good review. I don't like him. You just don't get Eurovision. That's right. Like the movie? No, the actual thing. Oh. (laughs) Apparently, Europeans love that shit. They do. I would say they're American Idol. I was in a movie about it, Robert, and there was a guy from uh, Croatia there, and I was like, "So you guys love ABBA (laughs) as as much as they say you do?" And he was like, "Oh my fucking god, we love ABBA. That's like crazy." So I asked a European guy if they like ABBA, which means that (laughs) 
Sorry. My elbow. Which means they love Eurovision. Probably, yeah. Next up is by newcomer film reader. They read films. That's the wrong way to do it, buddy. June 28, 2020. Trust me, I'm an expert. (laughs) I'm going to tell you where you went wrong. Step one, watch the movie. Step one, you say you need to read the film. Some people watch it. You really got to see the movie, you know? Yeah. This guy's fucking reading it. You need to actually hear it. This idiot says, amazing how how many trolls came to make positive reviews. Anyway, just one star for me because, one, it has Will Ferrell. Two is from Netflix. Will Three, because this film is a circus, like the Eurovision Song Contest is as well. Do you sort by controversial when you look for reviews? No. Do they even have that option? No. So I do prolific reviewer. I'll usually do the seven. I'll find five of them, usually, hopefully, with some deferring scores in there. Yeah. But I'll always throw in Songbird and Snoopy because they're right at the top. Um... And then I'll find some other ones in there. I'll look for Bevo and whatnot. Then I'll do a 1 and a 10 just to make sure we have a 1 and a 10 in each of them. Next up, Cost Mask. Makes sense. July 5th, 2020. He's good. Oh, wait, no, he's bad. You I hate don't him. remember. This he's person, like Cost Mask, says, Bigger than the Super Bowl. Not my words, but what Rachel McAdams said on her press tour about Eurovision itself. She would never be so self-centered to claim that the movie of that about the movie or herself. Although, since I'm not her, to me, she is bigger than the Super Bowl and Eurovision for that matter. Now, my love for proposing? her aside, <laughs> what Ryan Gosling is for those who are into men from the Notebook, Rachel is for those into women. Well, most of them anyway, I would reckon. The movie is quite funny, while also being able to go dark. With a mesmerizing Rachel McAdams, in case I hadn't made that point clear already. Will Ferrell is nice, too. But she, and even Dan Stevens as Russian, steal the show. No pun intended. 8 out of 10. Dumbass. Wild review, Cosmas. Do we have a worst reviewer category? We don't. He would win it every time. him and the little bluebird. (laughs) He's not allowed to win it every time. Yeah, he's going to win it once. Snoopy, yeah. No, we do You never answered my question. Rules are meant to be broken. You never answered my question. Let's break some rules. What's the question? On the Snapchat group, you had to rank the voice actor and character of Pete Davidson as Mirage, Uh James Corden as High Five, Uh and Sean Mendes as Lyle. Best to worst. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm not answering this. Lucas did it in the order I thought he was going to do. Lyle was last. (laughs) He's the worst. To this day. I don't know. James Corden is just straight up a worse person than any of them. But I hate Sean Mendes. <laughs> so Pete Davidson's one? God, no, I hate him too. Because I hate, I don't get why everybody likes him so much. I want to be like a piece of shit who just did a bunch of drugs and then is like, ah, oh, yeah. 9-11. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh my God. Come here, Ariana Grande and Kim K and Emily yeah. Ratajkowski and Kate Beckinsale. And- it's not even funny is the worst <laughs> part. If he was funny, I wouldn't even care. Whatever. No, I won't answer the question. Okay. Let's go to the next review. Uh, Bevo. One, three, six, seven, eight. Bevo. 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 Good unison, guys. July 14th, 2020. He says, I like that bit at the start with the wooden box of beer. 10 out of 10. (laughs) That was a good bit. Probably. I don't remember it at all. I don't remember it either. Is Bevo actually an idiot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good time. (laughs) 
<laughs> we should contact him. You don't. You don't know. Next how to penultimate is by. Next <laughs> is like by 90. Calico Dreamin'. California. June 27, 2020. He says, I went into this with low expectations, but found this surprisingly good. Rachel McAdams is so cute in this movie. It's the perfect mix of cheesy and goofy. Low-key, liked the songs, and the acting was great from the whole cast. The storyline was well-developed, though I could have done without the ghost of Demi Lovato. Otherwise, perfect. 8 out of 10. Sounds like your two points. The, go- the ghost of Demi Lovato took off two whole points. That's crazy. Like when they made the jump over the canyon on the asteroid and it took a whole point off for Lucas and our Megadon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if they survived this jump, this kid's one lower point. They did. <laughs> That's so funny. And Stick my by. last review is by Wakasapi, July 10th, 2020. He says, I don't know what's wrong with the script writers. The actors were too much horrible. This has not made me laugh. The guy acted well in Get Hard with Kelvin Hart and not in this dump comedy He's right. movie. One out of ten. He's right. I just, I think maybe he just doesn't know English. And he didn't know what was <laughs> but going he, on. But he knows films. Reading. You gotta give him that. <laughs> he, he understands <laughs> cinema. <laughs> he does not read yeah. films. Kelvin <laughs> Hart and Will Fahrenheit. <laughs> He, but he did His love criticisms the acting are sharp, and Get though. Hard. Yeah. Very, very yeah, yeah. harsh. He loves Will Ferrell and Get Hard. I yeah, love my science joke. The Kelvin and Ferrell and height. Yeah. It is good. But that is ending it this week. Are we recommending? Nope. See you later. Bye. I would recommend. Nope. I would recommend. Actually. I don't think but so. But still, goodbye. <laughs> but, but still, see you later. And bye. Wait, yeah. no, no, no. Next week. I'm we've got. Press the button. Uh, Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death. Um, a much anticipated feature for us, I think. Yeah. It's been on the list for a while, I know that. It has. For, like, years. Well, we've only been doing this for years. Exactly. It's been, like, since the genesis of this podcast, you've been wanting to do it. Since the cat. I love a good title. Big Bang. It is a good good title. title. Which, but of course, I will be here silently listening, as always. You will <laughs> yeah, that, waiting to sneeze. Ending it this week, Seth will be there. <laughs> waiting to sneeze. Holding it in. in the bathroom. For three Ooh, hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there goes Seth again, sneezing in the bathroom. He doesn't want to make a nuisance for the <laughs> editing later. <laughs> for the editing process, of course. Yeah. Um, thanks, thanks for me. not rescheduling on me and getting this all done in one night, Lucas. You got uh, it. Congratulations Sorry, I... on your win. Yeah. The beautiful win. Now, yeah, this I has hope- been the longest two days of my life, so I am going to bed right now. I hope you cry yourself to sleep. I'm sorry for adding another 45 You're minutes. Great. I love it. That was such a surprise. It was nice. All right. Love you. Bye. Doodles. I've been here all along. Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback. So please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies. And remember, if it's it's good good and it's bad, it's it's probably the movies. movies.